miss him, I wish him well uh, Sipping this Henny, twisted, hitting these L's I got a straight face and these niggas looking like I'm Chappelle What's the joke, nigga? They kill stars, no hope, nigga A big face, how I approach, niggas uh, Give you the chair and the rope, nigga I'm still leaning, no dope, nigga All activists, if you got a problem, you should clap at us I'm the real one for you to have it with I roll with them savages Baby mom's thinking nigga being sneaky But I'm for the green, I'm Luigi fire. Niggas think I'm slipping But I'm on point like a TP on blood You want the fade, you can meet me Judge wanna lock me But I only sell dope for my daughter You trying to make my <laughs> Shout out to DJ J.O.J. What up, what up, what up, y'all? Stills the great Zah Flair Yes, sir DJ J.O.J. We are the Arcast. It's Friday. Every Friday, 8 to 10. That's tell a friend right, to tell a friend. That's right. Or, fellas, man. Yeah, we got a special show today, man. I'm really I'm really amped up. And to be honest with y'all, I told y'all last week, uh-huh. this is my last show for a couple of weeks. You know, I got to de- decompress, you know. Okay. Take a step back. You know, we got a lot going on. Tournament coming up, man. So Take a little vacation. I, a little vacation, Jay. Yeah. I need to, I, you know, I need to go to DR like you, Jay. But, you know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's hot. I, it's I hot, might man. have to get my shot before I go. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So like I said, man, we got a great show today, man. And we we, we are honored to have, you know, Mr. Curtis Schoon in, man. He chimed in early with us, man. And then we respect it, man. So he's going to kick it with us a little bit no before doubt. we get into the interview that we got for him. Because he's a very interesting person. You got a great <laughs> documentary out there. Nah, you are an interesting guy, man. It's a lot with you, man. And I, and I got to ask you a few questions, man. But, you know, around here in the podcast on Bars and Hoops Radio, man, we not really... With none of the drama, man. We like, you know, giving people the real, man, without having to slander our people in media and stuff like that. So we not that type of outlet, man. And I appreciate you accepting, ain't, ain't man. No Kwame Brown stuff going over yeah, here. Yeah, no Kwame Brown. But we gonna talk a little bit about that because <laughs> no I got mixed. I got mixed feelings on that, man. And we'll get to look that a little bit later in the show, man. But you know, fellas, without any further ado, man, let's get this thing going, man. Um, how was y'all week, man? You know, you know how we started off, man. Zah, we'll start with you. Long man, yeah, long. It seemed like each day was like a month, man. I said, "What's going on here, man?" Um, very busy. You know, end of the year procedures have started, so gotta lock everything down, start putting everything away. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you finish, man. Yes, sir. You teach at Andrew Jackson, man. And no, the kids oh. came back to school. Yeah, all the kids came back to school. Y'all no, at full capacity? No, we, we'll be at full capacity in September. Okay, so what type of long work you got? But go ahead, man. It's your week. Are you talking well, about your listen, week? Listen, man. Um, we we still got we still got about um a hundred a hundred kids maybe that came in. A hundred. A lot of kids were tired of sitting in the house. That so is they, true. My, my son did it with his school. He was tired of sitting at home, and he, I want to go back in. You know, it's best it's best for them to do in learning anyway because they get hands on instruction. That's a fact. You know, instead of you know, you can't really teach nobody through the computer. Yeah. You know, if the person's there to instruct you, then right there, that's even better. But um, you know, machinery got to be you know everything got to be put away. So my days was long. Huh? Mm-hmm. I left about maybe five o'clock today. Okay. And uh, getting that I, money. I'm trying. Right. You know, I got, I got some goals. You know, I talked to you. I got some goals I'm trying to do. So, you know. That's right. That's right. Shout out to Zai, man. And shout out to all the kids that wanted to go back to school because my niece, man, she's only 10 years old, man. And she was like borderline depressed being in the house and 
So my peoples ended up sending her to Roy Wilkins anyway. And I'm like, wow. damn, y'all should have just let her go to school. Yeah. You're going to send her to Roy Wilkins? She in the public with everybody. Still, you know what I mean? Still. So, you know. But, um, Jay, how was your week, bro? My week was excellent. Came back from the DR. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> on vacation. Airport <laughs> Jay. Hold on, hold on. You said, hold on. A long vacation or vacation? A long vacation. No, nah, oh, it wasn't uh, with nobody, but, you know. Oh, I was about to say. You, went, nah, you took nah. sand to the beach. Nah, I ain't taking no sand to the beach. You know what I mean? But a little vacation. You know what I mean? I'm you back in the flow. Huh? You definitely don't take no sand over there. Bro. Oh, yeah, you definitely don't What are you no talking sand. about? We don't know what he's I'll be just asking. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, telling hey, all these listen, secrets. Man. I didn't <laughs> tell no secrets. Yo, school, you see? I can't handle no water. If anything, you just made it hot. He can't hold no water, man. School, oh, man. Listen, man, in certain places. That's just beautiful, man. That's yeah, it. The beach, everything. Yeah, man. That's it. The beach is very nice over <laughs> yes, there. Yes, up, man. It still got the curfew going on over there. Though. Oh, really? I mean, yeah, definitely. Oh, God. Saturday, we shut down like around 9, 10 o'clock, man. The get your bottles, done. Yeah, get your you bottles gotta... and everything before you go in for the night. Yeah. Get all that at the airport. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that too. Duty I got free. a couple old bottles of White Hennessy. Holla at me. I got some at the crib right now. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. 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 Man, they they capitalizing off us with that, man. I don't even drink that anymore. Nah, I don't drink it either. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I, if I could, I would. So, school, how was your week, man? Look, man, I'm sitting here, right, and I'm yes, listening sir. to y'all, uh-huh. and, and I'm loving the vibe, and I'll tell you why. What's up? Everything about me is so serious uh-huh. that, I, that I have an appreciation for moments like this, you know what I mean? Man, it, you remi- just it reminds me to just lighten up a little bit. Yeah. You know, I, I had a three-hour interview earlier. Oh, my God. With, with a professor from Columbia. So it's always some some serious discourse and all of that. But I think I'm going to just have fun with y'all. Nah, I'm going to try to man. do what y'all do Come with on, y'all. Come on, man. This is why we invited you up here, man. We invited you up here because we want people to have fun. And I'm glad you said that because... Everybody that has sat down with us, they come into it thinking one thing, and once they're done, they be like, "Man, this was one of the best interviews that I ever had." So you solidify that off the rip, man, and I appreciate you for that, King. For real, I, 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 I want to have fun with y'all, man. You know what I mean? That's y'all good. taking me back with the music. Let's go, my man, teaching Andrew Jackson. That's right. You know, I, I didn't, that. I didn't go to Jackson. But I seen a lot of uh, I seen a lot of action up in Jackson. <laughs> 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 they be like, hey, man, what size are those? Yo, size. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I'm from Hollis, so yes, you sir. know there's a lot of Hollis Southside issues yes, going sir. on up in Jackson. Hollis, everybody issues, as a matter of fact. So. Yeah. I, I, I used to get drafted for all of that. Never went to that school a day in my life, but I saw a lot of action up there. Listen, man, <laughs> listen, we all know that was the zone school. I went to Jamaica. All my people okay. went to Jackson. You know what I mean? I grew up right in yeah. St. Albans, man, 192nd and Linden Boulevard, man. You all know what I mean? Back. Born and raised. You know what I mean? So I go back to when the buses was on Hillside. That's you know right, Jay. Saying? Tell them how old you are again. 52, That's man. what I'm talking about. You don't even you know look a day Woo. over 50. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> nah, let's do it. Y'all making me feel old, man. Nah, man, listen, King. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at 57. Hey, man, <laughs> listen. It ain't look no, man, it don't look no better than that, man. Come on. We only get more refined. You know what I'm saying? We like wine. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's go. You know what I mean? And the women like the grade. That's why I didn't get a haircut today before I came in. You know oh, what I mean? Wow. I want the grade, the grades. Oh, oh yeah, they love the salt and pepper. Yeah, the you know salt and pepper, right? Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Yeah, man, you know. But, um, you know, as far as my week, man, it's been hectic, man. Like I said, man, shout out to Chandra, man, my consultant, man. 
she had to walk me off the ledge today, man. You know, I had a long meeting today. I was trying to prepare for this meeting. I mean, not this meeting, but this interview that we had today because I knew it was a special show. And, you know, normally I like to get in my routine. I like to lock in and do my research, make sure everything is tight. But I had to handle business here at the station, man. But nonetheless, it got handled. It's elections going on in the city, man. They running me ragged, man. You know, Maya Wiley is starting to move up a little bit. So, you know, it's a lot, man. It's a lot going on. And then the summertime is about to kick off officially Monday. And the basketball tournament is starting, you know, in PS15. Don't forget, for all the coaches out there that got young kids between the ages of 10 and 17, we all having the Bars and Hoops Round Ball Classic come back this summer. We got a lot of teams coming in, but the money isn't coming in. You know, the coaches are calling me. <laughs> the coaches are calling me, but my cash app isn't going off. My Zelle isn't going off. I'm like, well, you know, uniforms cost money, coach, but they saying that it's not them. It's really the parents, man, and it's sad because if you look at it, all of these kids, man, they walk around in $200 sneakers. Mm-hmm. And if you're telling me that you can't give your son or your kid $40, man, to cover them to get a nice little uniform and go towards a decent trophy at the end of the summer, man, that's a problem, man. But like I said, I ain't going to kill my people. They're going to get it together. They're going to get it together. You that's know right. what I'm saying? We're going to get it together. We're so without any further, We're going to make it. Yeah, we, got, we definitely going to make it, man. So, you know, without any further ado, man, let's get into the show, man. So, you know. We, of course, got to talk about the NBA, man. And and shout out to uh, Curtis Schoon. I seen you and Whitlock talking earlier about, you know, Kwame <laughs> Brown. And I, I got to get to that because I don't even – I got to know how that how that that relationship came together, man. Because, like I said, you're an interesting dude, man. And it's like – I'm like, how did that – that's like the odd couple for real. Like, Felix and Unger. You know what I mean? But um, I want to talk about – um. The NBA being back first and foremost, fans in the arena, full capacity almost. But there's been some controversy that's happened uh, over the last two days, man. One is um, is the fans really taking it too far? Because you've yeah. seen what happened in Philadelphia with Russell Westbrook. What about the Knicks too? And uh, we was gonna get to the Knicks, but okay. let's just take it. Let's Philly, just take yeah, yeah, the Philly, Philly. Job, yeah, the, the Philly job was crazy, man. Like. What are you doing? <laughs> he leaned over and threw. That was popcorn, right? Yeah, or ice? he threw. Uh, no, it was popcorn. It was popcorn. It was popcorn. Yeah, popcorn. yeah, he threw some popcorn. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. Russell Westbrook he overreacted to me. You know oh, what? what? I mean? Go ahead, Jay. Just, just a little bit. You know what I mean? You ain't got to go all that hard. You know what I mean? They're gonna kick him out. You know what I mean? Unless you're gonna do go back to the palace, the Dallas right. of the palace, the, the, the Yo, Jay, <laughs> palace at the palace. Yeah. I'm gonna just tell you from now, Jay. Don't have one of them Trump moments on me, man. Why you say that? He talking about. Yeah, I think he went too far. Like, what? Nah. God, I'm going to let you finish, King. I think he went too far. Like, the overreaction. Like, come on. What are you going to do? Just, like, beat up everybody that throw popcorn on you, man? You making... To me, uh-huh. I'm, you making uh-huh. millions of dollars. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's not in my face. You know what I mean? Let the <laughs> let the security handle handle that and, you know, well, go along your business. It's all over your head. But, you know, this dude... It's, you, can it's take a, it, you can take it one way or another. I would have took it like it's a popcorn shower, man. I would have kept on moving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jay. Took a well, shower, got that... I, so, I was him, man. You with him? Oh, the money you, you getting him? paid? All that money, bro? Yeah, I'm with him. Oh, he, he's right. It's it's a good... He got too much to lose, man. You can't just let any sucker pull you off your square, man. You got to earn a uh, a title fight to fight the champ. Bro. Oh yeah, right? definitely. We, we, definitely. Don't, we don't do them all for free, bro. You know? well, and it would happen if you'd have got suspended too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So you know, just you for, know, some, it's, for some for some fans. Come it's on. a good thing ah. that his pe- that those security were there to hold him back because <laughs> yeah, you seen you yeah. seen the suspension and the money that that Ron Artest lost. 
when he yeah. ran up in the stands, he lost he lost seventy million, got suspended for half of the year. Not seventy look, look, million. He got got suspended for seventy man. games. He lost eleven million. I don't believe what I'm saying. He would have ran up there. Russell yeah. Westbrook is a wild dude, man. I got season tickets. I'm on the floor at the Wizards. Talk right? about it. Whoa. I've watched I've watched Russ throw John Wall into the goddamn uh, media <laughs> sitting on the floor on purpose. And what I really noticed is that when John Wall got up, he didn't want no smoke. He didn't want smoke. no problem. Yeah, he didn't want no yeah, problem. So that, that told me something about Russ because John think he's somewhat, you know, kind of mm-hmm. about it. Tough guy. But he ain't want no problems with Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And I don't know anything about Russ, but that told me a lot, man. Yeah, the Russ. way he threw him on the ground. Yeah. And that's not a fan. See, as a player, yeah. if another player do that to me, yes. I'm getting up. I got to check him. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, definitely. Russell, and, I, and I didn't see any kind of uh, inclination to deal with that. Mm. Westbrook is a big dude. He's like, what, 6'5"? Westbrook is 6'6". 6'6". Yeah, he's 6'6". He's, six, 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 yes, he he's, six, he's tall, six, bro. Six tall. He's taller than you. Fam. He's taller, he's taller he's than Dwayne Wade. Yes, he's taller no, than Dwayne Wade. No, he's not because I've seen them two stand next to each other. And he's Wade is about six four. No, Wade is like six five. See, I can't be out six, here five. giving out wrong information. The NBA yeah. list, the NBA don't <laughs> list you as your actual height. They always add a few inches on because you. They do. Because look at this way, they say Allen Robinson was was six feet. Allen nah, Robinson was a good five ten. Yeah, he wasn't. Shout out to Bad News Virginia too, man. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say this. I get what you guys are saying, right? But there's a thin line, man. Like fans pay. You know what I mean? I get paid to play. They get, they pay to watch me play. That doesn't give them the right to throw things at me, pour liquid on You're me. Not saying that. No, but but it happens. But mm-hmm. that's what the security get paid for. It's not up to the athlete to go up there and knock. Because then you're gonna be knocking out everybody every game. You're gonna be knocking somebody out. <laughs> somebody fan, on the sidelines talking fan, mad shit. The fan to do that. As soon as you hit them, the fan to say, "I'm suing." Yeah. Facts. But. but can can they sue if they initiated though and they got it on camera? They still can sue. How well, a smart judge was, will see that. Like, of course, if you, if you initiated that, then that don't hold no weight. But just the fact that you got to go through those problems, you know. What Listen, I'm saying? yes. As someone who's been dealing with a lot of lawyers in his life, yes, right, sir. There's a thing. If they throw popcorn on you and uh, you beat them into a coma, you're gonna have to that's pay, a fact. man. Yeah, that's yeah, a fact. You know? That's a fact. And your reaction can't you can't overreact to shit like that. Yes. If you threw popcorn back on them, they couldn't sue you. Gotcha. But if you if you hurt them, broke a jaw, knocked out teeth, yes. and you're gonna pay, man. You're <laughs> yeah, gonna pay. Come on. <laughs> and, and, and let's talk about human nature here. Let's go. At the at the end of the day, right? Uh-huh. A lot of people who don't have, not all, mm-hmm. they feel like any chance to get money from somebody who got it, they got to take it, man. Mm-hmm. It's that called, is true. My, my business partner calls it a ghetto payday. Yes, indeed. We, <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and he says they out there looking for ghetto paydays. Like, real talk, the more you have, and I don't have anything close to a professional athlete, but when you, the only thing shining. Yeah. And you around a whole bunch of mud ducks. Everybody's looking for a come up. You dig what I'm saying? Like, and, and you can never discount that. And that's why you can't get down on their level. And you got to let all challengers earn that title shot, man. They got to come up through go. the ranks. Gotcha. You dig what I'm saying? Gotcha. Yeah, I, I understand that Russ is, a, is a, 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 a dude with an edge and all that. But he also is a guy with a 
hundred million dollars. Yes. And some yes. guy who's going to work for seventy thousand yeah. dollars a year it. or less mm -hmm. will provoke him. And a settlement will probably be about four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand. You know You're what I mean? Being a, a quick, a quick settlement. You being yes. generous. So, all right. So, yeah, even, yeah, I'm listening. Even, even on social media, right? Uh huh. Like the the average person comp makes comments on these celebrities to get their attention. They'll say the most outlandish thing because you know most people don't respond. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Until, That's a different story. They don't respond in, in, until you say something crazy. Then yeah. they'll be, then they'll, you know, but they got your attention. Yes. It's just like, just like what they did with Westbrook. I mean, these people, who's paying money to come just to dump popcorn on somebody's head? You want, you want that attention. Now, now you look like a fool. Mm -hmm. You suspended for the, from the arena, barred for life, you know, can't mm -hmm. come back in there. Mm-hmm. Now what you get out of that? Okay, so now let's 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 speed it up. Now look at what happened in New York the other day. Trey Young, oh. uh, fans spit on him. Yeah, that was Ooh. crazy. Now now that's now that's a little different. That's bodily fluid coming out of you. it's COVID season, uh, and they spit on him. I'd rather somebody press charges. You press charges, man. Now, I'd rather but see, that's assault. That's, that's assault. That's, that's what assault. I mean. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All they did was just eject the fans. And this is why LeBron James and all the players are now starting to speak out because it's getting ridiculous. They didn't. They didn't um, charge the guy. No, he got, he got banned. banned. He got banned, but they ain't charge him. But but what he just said is he should be able to press charges. Yeah, the fans should be able to pay for that. You know what I mean? Like just because you pay to get in a game, that doesn't give you the right to feel like you could do whatever that you want to do to me because I make all of this money. Oh, we got a caller. Okay, who's that? Barzooms Radio, the Rcast. Who's this? What's going on, y'all? It's the bearded one. What's going on? What's, What's going on, champ? Talk oh, about it. Oh man, first off, I'm, I'm excited that y'all got Curtis Schoon on, man. Let's go. I can see what is going. I'm, I'm actually glued to the radio. That's right what I'm now. talking about. You know what I mean? Um, you were just talking about um, Trey Young getting spit on. Yes. And the one thing I want y'all to remember now, you, you know, I work, I work for New York City Transit. Let's go. Right. What happens is, right? Uh huh. If somebody spit on you, the police don't consider that assault. That's actually a side of harassment. Oh. Because I've had workers that's been spit on and they let people go because it's not considered assault. Wow. wow. I did not know that until we sat down with, uh, in a meeting with the detectives to try to calm down some of the, the physical altercations and things. And what happens is a lot of people spit on conductors when they pass by. <laughs> Oh, oh man! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when they spit on them, your head it's like, oh, you thinking? Oh, it's assault? Nah, they consider that harassment. They are gonna let them go as they, soon as they, they do. Wow. Calm down. Oh, they man. do worse than that, man. My oh, father, my, my father told me stories about that, man. When he was conducted, out, catch the lung butter, like yeah, <laughs> they stick their head out that right window. In face. And they stick their head out the window. My father's partner. Somebody swung a bat and bust him upside the Ooh, head while he was yikes. pulling out of Alabama Avenue Station. And this is when? The 90s? Yeah. Oh, God. And that's Brooklyn on the J line. You know, it get crazy yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. So just to put just to put that on, kid, Trey Young probably would have. I mean, he's who he is. So they probably his lawyers would have pushed for a lot more because he got the, the time to fight the case. Yeah. But one thing I did not know until recently was that they consider that harassment. Wow. A level of harassment, not a sort. A level of he harassment. He probably didn't even know he got spit on, too. He didn't. He didn't, he didn't know, know that right? he got yeah. spit on until somebody pointed it out. And 
And his father was like, well, why didn't 50 Cent say something? Because 50 was right there with his girl. And, yeah, they spit over yeah, her shoulder. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So it's just, you know, it's unfortunate. Savage. It's unfortunate, but it's also not right, man. And they need to figure out a way to hold these fans accountable. To, they to, definitely to, need to. doing something like that, man, to make sure yeah. that the next person doesn't do it. That's the only thing that I don't respect with the situation. So man. don't you think Trey Young, he excited that by saying, bump New York? You know what I'm it saying? It don't matter. Man, it's it's words. That's, that's, that's words, man. No, that's they, 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 they do well, worse look, without that. They I'll tell you this. I, I just want to – I just want to – I didn't want to interrupt because I can't wait to, to hear the interview, man. Uh-huh. I really can't. You know what I'm saying? Shout to Curtis School for being on, on Bars and Hoops. I can't wait. I'm listening, y'all. Yes, y'all take sir. it easy. All, All right, right Pop. All right, peace. Peace. Later. Shout out to the bearded one, man. Yes, Always comes in with some great information. You know what I mean? Because right there, we thought it was assault. And he was like, nah, nah, nah. Look, we spoke with detectives. Yes, sir. In some places it is, man. People got hepatitis, HIV. Come yes, on. COVID. Yes. Oh. It, 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 oh, it's, COVID, it's yeah. Oh. Yes. <laughs> that warrants a beatdown. I'm can, sorry. You can, you can exclude COVID. <laughs> I couldn't. I could have turned the other cheek back in the days, man. I'm yeah. sorry. It should be assault during nah. COVID. <laughs> no, nah. I'd rather you. I'd rather you punch me in the face than spit on me, man. That's the most. Yeah. That's the nastiest thing you can do. That's the most disrespectful that yes. thing that anybody can do. You remember Bill Romanowski spit in on one of the uh, wide receivers' face. I forgot who it was. JJ Hicks. Wow. Spit in his wow. face. Boy, yeah, that's the biggest form of disrespect. That a person can ever do to you, man. You know what I mean? For real, man. But, you know, I just wanted to bring that up, man, because um, I found it very interesting that um, it's happening now. People are back in the stands and people are so hyped. They That's what it is. They hyped. They was out of, when they won, they was outside of the garden like, oh, yeah, they had, party, they had a yeah. big party out <laughs> yeah. there. You was out there? Nah, yeah, I he was out there. there. Nah, was out nah, there. Nah, I they was screaming, let's go Brooklyn. They got their <laughs> first win in the playoffs and they want the Nets already? Like, nah, come on. Listen, man. That's New York for you, man. That's why it's no place like New York, man. It's hard for me to go anywhere. The only other place I can go to outside of New York is probably... Houston, man, I like Texas. Man. What about LA? Nah, I don't like LA, man. Oh, you know, man. I've been, I've been, I've been to a few places in LA, man. Shout out to my brother Dawood, man. I need to go see him anyway, man. Yeah, out there in Long Beach, but you know that's neither here nor there, man. So, on that note, man, we're gonna take it to a quick DJ Joj mini mix, and when we come back, we're gonna kick it with our special invited guest, Mr. Curtis Schoon. Don't forget the number to call in is 516-206-0711. Bars and Hoops Radio. Check in with us. Yes, sir. Yo, check it, check it. Yo, it's the team. 
So we get double the OZs and grow like some family trees and beanstalks. Some hustlers naturally born with street smarts. Show karate, it's you and Gotti. Y'all lift the weight, me annoying. A gem starving down on the plate. The mall niggas living wild inside of New York State. The five gates for niggas shook. Just let them shake while a coke bake. Chef trip, cook a bowler over the shoulder. With blunders with the hand and pop holder. Solo whiskey rolled over. Rapinoid taking over. You crossed over, then you got bucked in October. November, December, came out the hospital keyed up. Paralyzed from your feet up, now slow your speed up. Mm. So recognize and realize I'm not the nigga lie. On the side of me, prodigy, wanna strip for who you be. So recognize and realize I'm not the nigga lie. The B.I.G. and the Y.D. You rip it constantly. I stay cool and cautious with extra sources. My non tourist hit boys is lieutenant. Whoever's in it, once the main man drop, I got it locked. Mm. To take it all, why not? Don't let that nigga know he get the drop. I'm coming steady, heavy, ready to murder, pulling triggers. triggers. Soon to be famous, dangerous type of nigga. I'm type crucifix. Definitely shoot it is the natural born hustle liver says no finessing it Used to hustling, tussling, bustin' niggas wide open No joking like right. Kim, you must be smoking mm. Then fuck around with this, you try to compare You didn't hear that, that nigga know his ex Y'all niggas got me really confused yeah. out there Just make big people to give it to me One of those Y'all help me as the greatest writer of the 21st century I make some thought-provoking shit, y'all question But he's more than all J-J-O-J I'm really confused y'all on this one Follow when them tops come down, shit, the tops come down. Like when them shots come out, make cops come around. When them blocks come out, I can wake up a small town. Finish off the block, then I make my more rounds. Stairs get exchanged, then the fifth come out. The tough guy disappeared, and the bitch come out. That's him, I'm usually what they whisper about. Either what chick he with, or his chip or mouth. Cause I've been doing this since chips was out. Watching Eric Estrada bagging up at the Ramada Table full of powder AC bro, about to take another shower on my 25th hour Spike leads everywhere, game on a flight You might see me anywhere, day in the life Only thing changed to tell I'm on the flight I can touch down and take off the same night I'm so bossy, bitch get off me Trick get off me, you can't get shit off me I'm so glossy, no sixes on sprees Lay back, maybacks, don't even talk to me This is the ignorant shit you like Nigga fuck shit, ass bitch, trick precise Come on, I got the ignorant shit you love Nigga fuck shit, money gone, booth and drugs Come on, I got the ignorant shit you need Nigga fuck shit, ass bitch, trick plus me Come on, I'm only trying to give you what you want Nigga fuck shit, ass bitch, you like it, don't front They're all actors, looking at themselves in the mirror backwards Can't even face themselves, don't fear no rappers They're all weirdos, the Nero's in practice So don't believe everything your earlobe captures It's mostly backwards, unless it happens to be as accurate as me And everything said in song, you happen to see Then, actually believe half of what you see None of what you hear, even if it's spat by me And with that said, I will kill niggas dead Cut niggas short, give you wheels for legs I'm a K-I-L-L-E-R, C-R in hell Shoot niggas straight through the E-R Whoa, this ain't B-R, no It's S-C-C-E-O, the next Leo No, the next leader of the whole free world The first thing I'ma do is free Seagull, go uh, Take off the cuffs, unlock the gate It's that ignorant nigga that you love to hate The 07 Ice Cube, BC, so rude Tell a trick that this nuts I like the way that sounds I get down, I get down, I get down Oh, I 
That's right. Read the podcast. Come on, let's go. Me and my watch game crazy. Hold them all so icy. She like it when I stunt. Me, I'm what she want. I'm an average nigga fraternity. We only talk money. Got money out the ass, so the money on my head don't mean nothing. I said don't mean nothing. The rules say in the rules. I'm drinking and I'm driving. The nigga try and get at me. I'm pulling out the fire. And I see if I'm stunting. The pace, it ain't nothing. Boy, if he's ain't nothing, I just blow a little something. Now, shorty got a thing for me. She feel like I'm the shit. My guess is I'm the kind of nigga she want to be with. Shout out to DJ JLJ for that mini mix. Shout out to our special invited guest, Mr. Curtis Schoon. Again, I want to formally thank you, man, for taking the time out to sit and join us today on a Friday night. You know what I mean? We appreciate the fact that you came super early with us, man, to kick it with us. And, and we definitely respect you for that, man. So um, before we get into it, man, please let everyone know who Curtis Schoon is and where you're from. Because we have a lot of young listeners and a lot of people who probably was under a rock for the past few years. And we just want them to know who you are and where you're from. Yeah, well, um, I'm Curtis Schoon. Everybody call me Schoon. And um, I'm from Hollis, Queens. Uh, I'm I'm 56 years old, so my era was really the 80s. I, I was I was a young man in the 80s. Yes, sir. And I, and I did what a lot of young men did in the 80s. Mm. Mm. And um, I, I learned I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Kind of changed the course of my life a little bit, you know. And um, a lot of things, man. I, I went on to to go through certain things in, in the criminal justice system. There's case law on the books with my name in New York because I overturned a conviction Wow! in the Gave New York back. State Appellate Court. I did mm. that at age 21 or 22. Wow. I can't remember. Um, uh, I went to college, and when I went to college, as a condition of my appellate bail, I got to meet... Um, a different network of people, a mm. black upper class I, mm. that I wasn't even aware existed when I was in Hollis, at least with the circle I moved in. Yes. And um, by expanding my network, I was able to, you know, to do different things because I met people at Hampton, which, where I went, mm-hmm. that I went to school. Mm-hmm. Their grandparents had went to college. And I, wow. I didn't know anything about fraternities or sororities. There was a movie back then called Animal House, and that was yeah. the only thing I knew oh, about. Class, classic movie. <laughs> yeah, look, you know how, for real. Classic. So when I got down there, I, I just was like, and it, it was wild. I was a 22-year-old freshman, and uh-huh. from there, I got exposed to different dudes back in Baltimore and D.C. Gotcha. Who took who took me back to these towns with them. And yeah. Shit, it was just wash, rinse, repeat. Wow. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I I went through a whole lot. And um, to me, you know, I think I think my past is kind of interesting. However, I think what I'm doing today is even more interesting. Of course it is. And that's why I said at the top of the show, you're one of the most interesting people that I ever had up here, man, because you got a lot of different layers with you, man. You know what I mean? And I this respect, is a fact. And I respect the road that you traveled and where you are today. You know what I mean? Like, just doing, like I said, man, doing my research and, you know, because I'm, I'm a little younger 
than you, you know what I mean, by probably about 10, 12, you know what I mean, years. But, you know, same neighborhood, know the same people. Shout out to DJ Ike Love. I know I sent you the, uh, the interview yeah. with Ike. He was like, DJ Ike Love, man. <laughs> so, so you already know the type of circles and everything that we involved yeah. in, man. So, you know, it was an honor for me to kind of get you up here, man. And like I said, we got a lot to cover, man. So, um, no, let me say one ahead. thing, though, brother. Let's Listen. Let's go. Don't don't be bashful, man. You ask me anything. That's one of my things with my mm-hmm. interviews. You know, like yeah. when I went up on the Breakfast Club, yeah. they damn near made me interview myself. Yes. They was they were scared yes. to ask me shit. Right? Yes, yes. Don't right. be yes. like that. Ask right. me whatever you want to ask me, All man. Right. All right. All right. All right. No problem, man. I appreciate that. Give me the green that. light right yeah, there. Yeah, he yeah. did. He did, man. That's he real. did. I appreciate that, man. So so let's just take it back to your childhood growing up in Queens. What was life like for you growing up in Hollis? You know what I mean? I was I was a good kid. Mm-hmm. I, I was a real good kid. I, I went to um, Catholic school, mm-hmm. straight A student, mm-hmm. always with the academics, man. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I went to St. Pascal Bayline. St. Uh, Pascal. Wow. Yeah, with 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 uh, Joseph Simmons, Rev Run, wow. and Dow McDaniel's DMC. See, but. Uh, underneath me, there was Hype Williams and and, and some other people. You wow. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Wow. So yeah, I, I went to St. Pascal's. You know, because we went to Catholic school, mm-hmm. we were assumed to just be soft. You, you know yeah. how it is? <laughs> yes, yeah. Because I started out, I started out in St. Catherine's, so I know. I definitely yeah, like, know. Yeah. You know, in our community, if you speak proper, you soft. Mm-hmm. And yep. If you're successful in in the system. You you a cornball? Yeah, you know, dressing, you're dressing yeah. with the slick pants and the shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, you go to Catholic school, you a, you you know you you a punk or something. Yeah. So, you know, so yeah. so that kind of like um being aware of that and the times, mm-hmm. it kind of had a, a I knew my I knew my um my my background. Mm-hmm. So when I came out the house officially, I know I had to make an example. And show people I was multilingual. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I wasn't just somebody good with the books. So, That's and of course, up. as a young man, I, I mean, I think when you're in the inner city, and and this is uh, this transcends race, man. Like, yes, when when you're in the inner city and you come out the house, uh, and you're you're a young boy going into manhood, you got to kind of demonstrate that you can defend yourself of you course. can defend others and yes. so on and so forth yes. and and that's how the the pecking order is established there's a hierarchy in the streets in the world as a matter of fact 100%. because see i don't believe in equality at all Ooh. i only believe in hierarchical order you dig what i'm saying there, there, there's no such thing as equality that that's some like some ideological bullshit yes. you know what talk i mean talk about it yep. talk yeah. about it jay what you got to say to that yeah, cause um, it's a lot of a lot of stuff with the with the women's movement. Like, you know, <laughs> let's go. They equal and stuff like that. We not, we not. I mean, oh god, we not we not we not equal, man. Like, you know what I'm we go out there, we tear things down, we bring it home, and they just nurture it. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. About it. Damn, Almighty! <laughs> oh my God! The women out there oh. listening to you, Jay. Hey, All right, the ears yeah. are open. I'm, I'm gonna help Jay out. Let's a go. Bit, let's right? go, Curtis. Let's go. You gotta save him from that I, I, one. I, I'm gonna help Jay let's out go. a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, I think that I don't believe in equality. However, I think there are some women who are more capable than some men. 
drop a bomb you know, for that one. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to say it's a whole bunch of them, but it all depends. We have our designated roles. But that's, that's I think, I think men and though. women yeah. are designed to complement each other. That's a fact. Not compete yeah. with each that's other. That's a fact. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't outwoman a woman and she can't outman me. Okay. So we got our respective lanes. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But like you said, it's a pecking order. So the male has to be the, the top of that pecking order. The woman has to compliment. You know what I'm saying? Like, once, once a, to me, once a woman tries to override a man, that's when problems come in. You know what I'm saying? That's when arguments come in. You know what I'm saying? It's, like you said, it's a pecking order. And everybody has to pay the, play their role. Yeah, but you also got to earn that spot though. That's as a, a man. Definitely. I was going to say that. You, you, you got to be just an alpha. Get it because you're a man. Yeah, because you if, got to move like that type holding, of man where you deserve that. It down, that's you know, a fact. That's, that's right. a fact. You're nah, he's right, right yeah. though. If you're not holding it down, you know what I mean. You can't really complain. And yeah, because it ain't just with women. It's in the streets too. If you show that you fooled and you a chump, people gonna treat you accordingly. You know what I mean? Agree. And there's certain women out there that won't that won't respect you if you can't lead properly. And that's a fact. That's a whole fact. I'm going to tell y'all a story, right? So I was in Las Vegas for the uh, Canelo Mayweather fight. I was out there. Ago. I was there. Yeah. Yes, sir. So I, I, took, I took a cab, and, and it, it was a Middle Eastern cab driver. And so, you know, I always talk to cab drivers. I talk to people, yes. right, because I like to pick their mind. Turns out that he, w- he left Atlantic City and moved to Vegas. Yes. All right. So I said, damn, why'd you leave Atlantic City driving cab? And come to Vegas to drive cab. You could have stayed there and did that. That's a fact. He said, well, he said, my wife got a promotion and she with Caesar's Palace. So we came out here because of that. Then he started telling me, you know how these women are. When they start making more money, you can't tell them nothing. <laughs> what he meant was she started making more money than Damn, him, right? That's a fact. Yes. So, yes. so check it. So uh-huh. check it. I, I told him, I listened to him, you know, and, and he said, um, He's going to relocate to Dearborn, Michigan. Most people may not know, but Michigan has the highest Arab population in America. Wow, I didn't didn't know that. that. I didn't know that that either. I didn't know that. So he said he he further went on and said he hadn't seen his kids in six years. So they live in the same city and he hasn't seen them. So that means nobody fucking with them. You know what I mean? So I told him, I said, look, man, I don't get angry with women for being women. That's a fact. But you got to lead from the front. Talk Not about the it. side or the rear. Talk about you it. You see, because women, you got to be in the windshield. Yes. You can't be in the in the rear view mirror yeah. or the back glass because yeah. then they lose interest That's in you. That's a fact. So as a man, that, that, that pecking order that you're talking about, it's real. Yes. But you, you got to earn that spot. That's a fact. And, and when you really earn that spot and you, you embody that position, Mm-hmm. Any woman who don't recognize it and play her position is a fucking fool. Yes. So you just got to let her go about her business. But, but at the end of the day, we got to build ourselves up as men. 100%. And not, just, not, not have a sense of entitlement 100%. simply because we have a penis. That's you dig what I'm saying? 100%. Absolute That's facts. Jules from the OG, for real. Absolutely. If, you if you're going to be an alpha, you got to play that role. Yeah, alpha male. Other, otherwise, you're going to be a beta. And That's you have fact. to play that role. That's you know a what I'm saying? That's a fact. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, I got I to gotta think on that too ah, let's go let's it. go i told you jay he was gonna like this Talk one about it. go ahead let's <laughs> no, go no, i got a theory on betas right so uh-huh. we we use beta males in the negative connotation mm-hmm. see but i no, really it, feel that yeah. a beta is simply an alpha in training and waiting at least that's how it is in the pack mm. if the alpha gets killed 
a beta emerges and becomes the mm -hmm. next alpha because he was his understudy the whole time. Nice. See, the people that we call betas are really bitch ass niggas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. They, they, Let's they go. not betas. They bitch ass niggas. Let's call them what they are. Because you, you can't have a whole lot of alphas running together. That's so a you, fact. There's a pecking order. Yes. There's a hierarchy. Yes. It doesn't mean that the betas are weak. Yes. It just means that this dude done demonstrated that, that he know what he's doing. That's a and fact. we're going to follow him into battle, into the fire and everything. You understand what I'm Let's saying? Let's go. But, but bitch ass niggas won't follow you into the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Real. <laughs> That's what Let's I'm talking about. Right. Let's go. Real. We ain't politically correct tonight. Real. If you're a bitch-ass nigga, you're a bitch-ass nigga. That's, that's it. 100. That's a fact. Word, man. So, yeah. so school, man, how did you get your start in the film industry, man? Because tell us about the black, white, and blue. Black, document. white, and blue. Yes. Yeah, man. Black, white, and blue. All right, so... I used to be on Twitter, right? And yes. I, I did this thing called Scoom TV. Yes. And I, I, I started telling my story about the streets and all that shit. Mm -hmm. and, and, and nobody had tweeted like that before. Nobody. So I was Brian the first Glaze, one to do it. Yeah, that's what since Brian Gibbs is doing now. Yep. Since then, everybody started doing yes. it. And, you know, there's some chick that did it and got a TV show or wow. something. And then I think, I think the dude, Little Sean, did it and all that. But I did mine in 2012. Yes. And that's really, you know, I was picking up follows by the thousands. I was like, oh, shit. I never knew I was disinterested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, so so a, 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 anyway, man, so after I had my run with that, I, um, I started talking about politics because it was the that's Trayvon funny. Martin and the, and the Michael Brown. Yes. And, and the views that I had were not in alignment with the views of the social justice warrior types. Yes. I call them educated idiots yes. and intellectual eunuchs. You know what I mean? Yes. They don't come from where I come from. That's a fact. They come from a classroom and they have a lot of studies and they can tell you all kinds of statistics. Mm -hmm. You know, they say numbers don't lie, but people lie about numbers That's all the time. Exactly. So when you, present, when you present them statistics hey. to me, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, so what does that mean? Because I lived through this. Yeah. And I, I actually did this. You know, I've been on trial. I've yeah. been a, I've been to the grand jury. I've been in lineups. I've been beaten by the police. They've mm. lied on me. Yes. On the stand. Under oath. And yeah. all of that. So I have a whole different take. I got homies. My man Kwasin just came home mm -hmm. after 27 years on Ooh. December 23rd. Ooh, uh, people may remember in 1988, his mother was killed. It was big news because she was holding her baby. And the house got shot Damn, up and it was the mother of nine man. murdered. Wow. And that he lived on two second and one oh knife. I've known wow. him since he was eleven and I was thirteen. Wow. And I we still rock to this day. I rock with him his whole bit and helped him get out of prison because he did it through legal work. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? So yeah. so my my experience with the streets police brutality yeah. and all this is a little different. Yeah. And my mindset is a little different too, because my thing is like if you sign up for it, if you a street dude or street yeah. nigga or whatever you want to tell, yeah. yo, your job is to break the law and get away with it. That's a hundred percent. That's it. when you say you from the streets. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't really. I don't think about that's your zip code. Mm -hmm. I think 
You're telling me you lived a certain type of life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just because you live in a certain area doesn't mm -hmm. mean you live the life. That's a fact. You know, like dudes, dudes like to always tell me about where they from. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck where you're from, That's man. Did you make it move where That's you're from? Fact. That's a fact. If I ask anybody where you're from, do mm. they know you? Mm. And if they don't know you, why are you even flying that flag, man? Just yeah. sit down somewhere. 100%. You dig what I'm saying? 100%. Like, yo, so, so anyway, man, this, this, this whole thing with these people on social media, mm -hmm. and they was calling me names and coon and this and that mm -hmm. and the other, and I was just like, yo, what the fuck? But I had to, I had to recalibrate. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm from a time and a place where when people challenge you, you rise to the occasion and meet the challenge. 100%. But in this new era where you got all these keyboard killers and mouse pad mobsters mm -hmm. and shit, right? Mm -hmm. Yo, you just can't. It's just too many suckers. To, yes. Because if you run down every one of them, you look like a sucker too. Yes, that's so a fact. What I'm getting at is the film end up being my response to all the suckers. Mm. You dig what I'm mm. saying? They motivated me to greatness. You dig mm. what I'm saying? Made me do something I had never done before. Wow. So and and, and uh, that movie is a Twitter project. Wow. Twitter inspired it, and most of the people that I interviewed in it was through Twitter. Yes. I used it for social networking for real. You understand wow. what I'm wow. saying? Like, yeah. I'm not out here trying to convince people I got bread mm -hmm. or to convince people I'm tough mm -hmm. or none of that shit. Mm -hmm. I, I was really trying to work the angles because that's what I do. Yeah. So I, I made the film and, and I put it out and then I ran into another problem because of the objectivity in the film. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't get accepted in any uh, film festivals. It was raw. If, if you go on Amazon right now, that film has like a 4.7 out of 5 star rating. 100%. Mm. And, 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 and hundred, over 100 viewers, reviews, you understand? 100%. Customer satisfaction yes, through the roof. Yes, indeed. And I still get deposits in my account every month mm -hmm. from that film mm -hmm. with no marketing or real promotion. That's and fact. that's because of the quality and the objectivity in it. Because what I did was, right, mm -hmm. A lot of people think I'm political. I'm really not mm -hmm. political. Mm -hmm. I dabble with politics because I understand how the system works. Just like me. So you try to you try <laughs> to sway like things and, and get some influence to help you in other aspects of your life. But exactly, I, I put that that film out, and I had black perspectives of every type in there, and you won't see that. Mm -hmm. You see every single documentary that you see. Whether it be the Central Park Five, mm -hmm. Khalif Browder, mm -hmm. Sandra Bland, Say My Name. Mm -hmm. It don't matter which one it is. It's always white people, white liberals mm -hmm. with Telling a liberal story. agenda behind it. That's a fact. So they will tell the story and then they'll use it to advance some political aim of theirs. That's it may fact. benefit us. It may not benefit us. But make, make sure to know that it benefits them. So fact. my thing was... When I came into the arena, I didn't understand that. For one, I didn't know that documentaries don't really make money. They're not a profit maker. Mm. See, documentaries are about narrative shaping. Yes. Getting people ready. It wasn't until after I went through this experience that I understood the making of a documentary like 
to Central Park Five, mm -hmm. the motivation for it after all that time yeah. was to start framing Donald Trump as a racist. Mm. And that stuck with him until mm. he left office. But see, these people, they they playing 3D chess. Mm. Talk about it. You wow. understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yo, definitely. Man, uh, the, the Khalif Browder thing was about shutting down Rikers Island. The, the prime real estate to, for development. They got plans to develop mm. Rikers where the wealthy are going to be on that island where yes. they could dock their boats and yes. have their helicopters 100%. land and be away from all the plebes. 100%. You understand what nah, I'm saying? That's a fact. That's a it's fact. Not about, it's, not about, it's not about anything else. And when they close Rikers Island down... Mm -hmm. They're going to have to house the inmates somewhere else and they're going to the put them in neighborhoods yep. and drive down the property value mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of the homes in those areas. And, and See, but people who don't have shit, yep. they, they, they don't think about nah, shit like that. At all. You understand? Yeah. The reason why Rikers Island was on Rikers Island is so it doesn't affect the property values mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In, in the city. Talk they wanted talk. to keep it isolated. You talk, dig what I'm saying? Talk so that talk. Now when you close it, and see, it's a vicious cycle. Yeah. Because when they put the jail in the, in the area, mm -hmm. and the property value goes down, and crime goes up, or whatever that mm -hmm. may happen, mm -hmm. then they come in and buy it up. And, and, and again, mm. not, not I'm generalizing mm. here. We have a way of believing that the white man's ice is colder. So people like to go shop where white people shop. They mm. like to go to restaurants where white people yep. mm. Not all, but some. Yes. A lot of us. That's a fact. You so, dig what I'm saying? So when the white people leave, we try to follow them. We had our own thriving communities prior mm. to integration. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't good enough for us. Everybody complains about we don't have uh, nobody black owns a, a football team or a baseball team. Mm -hmm. We had our own teams. Mm. We had our Negro own venues. League. It wasn't good enough. They wanted to be around the, the, the they wanted to be around white people. Mm -hmm. And when I say they, I'm talking about the black elite. That's not the average black person. It's a fact. You see, the black elite, they they kind of like they're kind of like literally the bastard offspring hmm. of white elites. Mm -hmm. Is that the boule? You they, they <laughs> the wanted boule. to feel accepted. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and I'm glad you said that because, you know, I got a media platform called SchoolTV.com. That's right. And I just I just wrote an article in my town hall section. I got journalists working for me that, that wrote for the Wall Street Journal. Let's go. Forbes Magazine, all of them. I got them all writing for me. Let's go. exclusive content. And it's the kind of content no mainstream public paper will publish. And that's what Bars and Hoops what Radio doing. is doing. Let's go. With my, with my film and with my web, my news site. What I'm doing is I'm going against the grain and I'm fighting the machine. You dig what yes. I'm saying? I, I, that's why I like, yo, I don't knock nobody hustle. Uh -huh. I see a lot of dudes my age who come from where I come from. Uh -huh. They like to talk about the 80s and the 90s. Yeah. And I don't knock them yeah. because that might be the limit of their experience that's a fact. they can share. You that's dig what fact. I'm saying? I'm, I'm man, God bless them. I, I, I wish them the best. But yo, man, my best days is in front of me, not behind me. That's it. Let's go. No, that's, that's the difference with me and a lot of cats. You know understand what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I, I, I've done a lot of things, man. I, at 20 years old, they took my palm prints, fingerprints, footprints, and recorded my vocal patterns and sent it to the FBI Whoa, database. Wow. My file is this fucking thick, bro. Wow. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I directed all my defenses. Mm. My lawyers told me I should be a lawyer. Mm. You understand what I'm wow. saying? And mm. I was 20, 
21 years old. This is what I'm saying. A lot saying. of kids break about how they lost. Yeah. But see, I don't have them kind of L's, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't tell you how many years I did, how many cases I lost, or none of that. Yeah. Because what I do is win. Gave that time right back. A lot of people who don't know how to win, they find a way to glorify losing. That's a fact. And I don't do that. That's bro. a fact. Salute. Loss is loss. So anyway, man, the, the, the thing is for me, I write these articles and I realize that the black elite, a lot of them, and in my most recent article, Are You Not Entertained? Mm. How Celebrity Came to Define Black Leadership. Mm. I outlined the boule from Richard Allen, who wasn't boule, <laughs> but he was the founder of the African Methodist Episcopal Church. In 1799, he became the bishop of that church. It was a black church in Philadelphia. Yeah. And this is 1799. We've always had successful black people. Yeah. But what I found is that successful black people, in order for them to connect with the rest of the black community, uh -huh. they have to find relatable um relatable issues yeah and that's why you have somebody like lebron james saying he's so scared when he see police but lebron the police ain't gonna hurt you and he knows that mm -hmm. the police his autograph they want to post a picture with him they want to look who look who i met and show it to their son that's a fact you know that? he lives fact. in a 29 million dollar house and his white neighbors did not write the n-word on his garage door <laughs> they would love for his daughter to meet the, they would they would love for their daughter to hook so, up with his son. That's a fact. You understand? That's because a fact. He got that's he got more money than all of them. Talk and about money it. matters. Money matters to those kind of people. That's but a fact. somebody like LeBron with a boule tattoo on his chest, Ooh. and if you pay attention, he has it. And it's across his whole chest. You understand? He's playing that's a why different role. He's tapping role. on that when he's running up the court. He's always hitting his chest. You ever wow, that? Talk about it, Almighty. Talk about it, Almighty. Talk that talk, look, man. Look, man, before the game, he's doing all kinds of secret society hand signals Ooh. going up and all this shit. And listen, I don't have no problem with LeBron. Yeah. I don't worry about them, those people that are that that have bought into the system or whatever. Who knows if they did it voluntarily or if they've been blackmailed or pressured. And you have to take that into consideration mm. too. Well, they, because they, when, when the boy um Tamir Rice got yes. killed, LeBron didn't want nothing to do with that. He was like, "Yo, you know," and he that happened he in his want, backyard. He, he and it happened in his backyard. So something changed between then and now. Wow, you understand? And and and, and again, I don't hate any of these people. Yeah, but. We have to separate ourselves and realize that somebody who spends all their most of their time around white people mm -hmm. in white spaces, mm -hmm. who's in a completely different tax bracket than mm -hmm. us, that they don't have the same concerns as us. And when they start Ooh. harping on things like police brutality and racism all the time, when everything they got, the, the white society has opened their wallet and their world to them. They don't know about racism, all these black people you mm. see on television. They really don't. Yeah, you understand? Man. Like, they, they, lit, yo, man, and so many of them are in interracial relationships. I know that. Oh, you man. Yo, man, Van Jones, he, he had a white oh, wife, but oh. uh, she left him. But, yo, even Don Lemon, 
He yeah. has a white husband. Hey. You understand what oh, I'm saying? Like, God. They've been saying and that. On and on. And in politics and everything, and I want brothers to pay attention. Let's go. What happened in the 80s, man, is whatever, man. Yeah. It, it, you know, you got baptized by fire. But That's what's happening right. right now is we are being undermined. Black yeah. men, black heterosexual men mm. are being excluded from all spaces of influence. And this is how diabolical it is. Mm. These people are weaponizing our women against us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk about it. And, and mm-hmm. they're doing it by providing opportunity to our women and denying us opportunity, yep. making our women feel like they don't need us because if a man has to leave from the front and these people are constantly mm-hmm. in our household putting our woman in front of us, mm-hmm. he no longer has interest in us. So you got to take a look. Kamala Harris She's black and Indian. She's she got a white husband, Jewish husband. You dig what I'm saying? They got Lori Lightfoot over in Chicago. She's yeah. a black, open lesbian, but her wife is white. Oh. And on and on and on. And if I they see. don't, and if they have a black husband, these black women that they select, mm-hmm. they either in same-sex relationships mm-hmm. or interracial relationships. And the importance and significance of that is. They exclude us from anywhere near the power, mm. the decision making. We're not supposed to have any input. If you want to get ahead as a black woman, look at Stacey Abrams. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen her with a man? Nope. She lives with a white woman in Georgia. See, oh. and, and here's the thing, right? Oh, boy. And, and, and here's the thing. We got you gotta understand how diabolical these people are. While we doing the June bug challenge and all this stupid yeah. shit, yeah. talk about <laughs> it. Talk about these it. These people are plotting our destruction. Mm-hmm. The reason why people like John Lewis, who passed away, mm-hmm. or Andrew Rest Gillum, in peace. Yeah. Oh, or, or, or Andrew Gillum, who oh, got God. caught oh, with the yeah. white male porn star yeah. and oh, drugs God. and all that. And, hotel, and the hotel. The reason why they not up front about who they are mm-hmm. like i wouldn't discriminate against them because they're gay mm-hmm. i would prefer they just come out and say that yeah. I, I would work with anybody who was trying to help black people gay male straight it doesn't matter mm-hmm. we need all hands on deck but here's the reason why they don't live their truth with us let's go because if all of them came out and said who they really was then people like you and i and those brothers in there with you would realize we don't have a shot. Mm. That there's some kind of criteria that mm. some box you got to check to be in those spaces. Mm. See, and deception is of the devil. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm yep. saying? Yep. And that's how they move with us. And we're just willy-nilly and dancing and partying and, and all this old shit. And these people are plotting our destruction, man. Mm. Literally. Mm. I'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything. But when they start discriminating against straight black men and straight black women who are pro-black, trying to help the black community, you got to know something is going on. And last but not least, before I let y'all ask Let's go. Let's go. You out here dropping jewels today. Let's go. I'm very suspicious of any black person Uh who only talks about racism and police brutality. Mm. We've got a whole lot more going on mm. that need to be addressed. And if that's all you're talking about, 
that means you're really talking to an emotional audience. Mm -hmm. You're trying to sway them to go a certain way. Mm. And people you don't like, you're going to label them either racist, homophobic, mm. or misogynist. When they use those words, just understand who is calling the shots. Mm. Shout out to Curtis. Jesus, Scone. man. Shout out to Scoon. Boy, he got Boy. here frying brains on a Friday night. For real, but that's what you get here. And that's deep, man, because a lot of your documentary, which you just broke down, man, was deep, man. You shed a lot of light on the different things, politics being a main topic of discussion. But you also raise eyebrows in regards to the civil rights movement led by leaders like Philip Randolph, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Bayard Rupton. Yes. Do you believe in the way that they, they, they moved back in those times? I, I listen. I try to be, you know, open-minded, and mm -hmm. I say, man, you know what? I was born in '64, mm -hmm. but I wasn't an adult back mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was like to mm -hmm. to live with the white man's foot openly on your neck, not yeah. covertly, yes. but openly. I don't. I don't know. Those dudes weren't really like to me. I it, it had to be tough. You know, I, I think there was some men like Marcus Garvey yeah. who was beyond brave. Yes, you understand? Yeah, right? yeah, so, indeed. yes but indeed. They, they were few and far in between, man. I, I, I think, and if you if you you can research this, mm -hmm. Dr. King said not long before his death, on record, mm -hmm. that he feared he had integrated his people into a burning house. Wow! Because he knew what had happened. Wow! You see. In order to give us the Civil Rights Act of 1964, mm -hmm. feminism, feminist ideals had to be included. The women's rights movement had to be placated, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So what that did was it opened a door for white women to piggyback on the civil rights movement. Mm. And what white women did, um, they, Gloria Steinem, who was like, for now, the, 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 the women's movement. Mm -hmm. Most people don't know that Gloria Steinem was a CIA asset. Understand? Mm -hmm. Most people don't know that Bayard Rustin, the gay man who organized the March on Washington with King's I Have a Dream speech, <laughs> although he was being investigated by the FBI, was a CIA asset. Wow. You can Google all of these things. Damn. They're, 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 they're known. You know, when you see large movements of black people, any kind of large movement mm -hmm. with black people, there's some kind of nefarious thing going on. Mm. You take the NAACP, its first, its first chairman of the board was Joel Spingarn. The, the Spingarn Medal today is the highest honor given by the NAACP. Mm -hmm. Joel, Joel Spingarn worked, he was a, a major in the military uh, intelligence division mm -hmm. the forerunner to the cia so you have to keep asking yourself why are all these people in the intelligence community always involved with black movements mm. you see because we are constantly being misdirected mm -hmm. and it's being done deliberately mm -hmm. and we don't we don't really understand that because we're being deceived and betrayed by people who look like us yeah. through blind racial yes. through blind racial allegiance yes right we we just accept people because they're black and they yeah. they say some pro black shit. Yeah. Yep. But yep. yo, it's it's deeper so than that. School. Can I ask you a question though? 
Go ahead, Don't drummer. you feel right now like a lot of them are being exposed right now because of social media? Because we didn't have an outlet before. So now it's so much truth out there. It's like undeniable. And so some people are looking mad I, crazy. Listen, Twitter, Facebook, they will censor stuff. And anybody who's getting exposed, it's because they've outlived their usefulness. Ooh. That's that Patrice, that Patrice <laughs> Colors lady at Black Lives mm. Matter. Yes, They're done right. with us. Listen, Black Lives yeah. Matter has made hundreds of millions of dollars. Yes, that woman, they they they're putting the spotlight on her because she spent a measly three, four million on some houses. So where the fuck is the other 400, mm. 500 million, mm. 700 million? You understand? Mm. And I'll tell you where that money's going. Let's go. It's going to fund Democrat candidates. Mm. Mm. And because as I made, when I made my film, I got into politics back in Coleman Young the mm-hmm. second. Mm-hmm. His father was the first black mayor. Mm-hmm. Coleman Young is a Democrat. He's a progressive. I am not a progressive. Mm. You understand? Mm-hmm. However, he's black, and he has a sincere desire to help black people. Mm-hmm. And rather than, you know, fixate on our differences, I accentuate our commonalities. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So my my thing is, I got with I got with Coleman. But what I learned in that campaign, I was his largest donor when he ran for mayor in wow. Detroit, as reported in the Detroit papers. You see, I ain't got time to be talking about how many birds were sold and all. That's a fact. Listen, man. man. I, I, when, when people start talking that, I'll be like, okay. Yeah. He, he can't help me. Yeah. You understand? So anyway, oh my, my thing was, look, man, let me help this dude or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what I realized is that black candidates, they don't have any backing. Mm. No and what that him. means yep. is that they got to sell out yes. to get funding. That's because why. we we don't back we don't go in our pocket for you was talking about two hundred dollars shoes, but won't pay forty dollars to for the outfits, right? Yes. I listen to you. Yes. And that's that's and yo, man, that's is more com- more common and pervasive pervasive than you think. Yes. And what it comes to, people like to say we don't have no money. We have money. That's a fact. What we have is poor values. That's a fact. You I'm see? Because if we fund our own candidates, then they are beholden to us. They work for us. Mm-hmm. But because they know they're not going to get any money from us, mm-hmm. you know, they're beholden to who gives them the, the money. Mm-hmm. And that is the DNC. You see what I'm saying? The DNC decides who is going to be what. You may able to raise some money yeah. on your own and, and, and shake the table a little yeah. bit, but for the most part, the people that get elected he talking that talk, man, are, are designated to win. Yeah, he talking it's that talk. It's all rigged, man. man. He talking it's that all, talk, it's, man. It's all rigged. You understand what I'm yes, saying? Yes, indeed. And, and 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 it's because we they'll find a black face to promote white agendas. Mm. Every city. With a with a black mayor right now, there's a whole lot of gentrification and all of that going on, mm-hmm. and I almost understand some of it because again, we don't have money for certain things. It's, it's bad because a trend was put in place with integration, where we became more reliant on government and outside entities yeah. and organizations, <laughs> yeah. when at one time. We yeah. were self-sufficient. Democracy. Oh, you see, goodness. it's yeah. not that we couldn't do yeah. it, but you know, 
Yo, two, three generations later, yeah. we don't even know. We don't remember who we were anymore. That's and fact. that's where the boule and the black elite has led us. You dig what I'm saying? And and they don't know how to fix it. Yeah. So the only thing they could do is keep ramping up the racial rhetoric uh -huh. to, to, to get us to pay attention. And every every time they come, they got to come harder. That's a fact. They gotta, they gotta come harder every time because they can't do nothing. There's no deliverables. That's None. A fact. That's a fact. There, there, oh there's my no God. deliverables. You understand what yes, I'm saying? Indeed. So we 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 sitting around. People were mad at Trump, right? But the truth of the matter is, black people been messed up for a long time. That's I person I personally don't think Trump is a racist. I think he's an elitist. Anybody Ooh. in his tax bracket, yeah, there you yes. go. black yeah. or white. Yo, school, JLJ about to jump out the DJ booth because he's been going back and forth with us for months about that. Word. Now, look, I, I, I think he's an elitist. That's Anybody is, with man. his kind of money, with his lifestyle, yeah. they could be black, Chinese, white. Yo, man, it's about, yo, they don't really interact with the average person. Yeah. Yeah. They don't even feel comfortable around the average person for real. He has a persona that he puts on yeah. that that you know they, they they made fun of how he talked, right? Yeah. Because he spoke on a fifth or sixth grade level. He damn sure Do you did. know that's the, the, the grade level the average person speaks on? Mm -hmm. They don't have a vocabulary, an extensive vocabulary. Now I've used some words in this conversation. Yeah. I should yeah. have deliberately, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I do that deliberately, not yeah. to flex or stunt. Nah, so good. It, it's, it's my way to encourage brothers if they don't know what something means. To ask. To look it up. Look yes. it up. You expand, even got to ask. Look it up. Expand yeah. your vocabulary. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yo, learn to communicate better yeah. because the game is from the neck up, not the shoulders That's down. That's a fact. When I, when, I when I talk to people and I communicate with them, I already know I'm a black man and then with my 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 history yeah because like i said i've been accused of everything from murder to attempt murder and to kidnapping to oh, home invasions yeah. to all of that yeah so when they sit down and they talk to me right mm -hmm. they already have a certain idea of preconceived who I notions yeah and, and but but see i'm playing chess That's all the fact. time all the time and then when i when i start hitting them with the with the game yeah I, it throws them off they, they be like yo what the what was going on here? 100%. They didn't. They wasn't prepared. That's a the fact. The more people underestimate me, the more I put them on their heels That's a and fact. eventually put them on their back. That's a and fact. I'm talking about mentally. Yes. You see, they think guys that like me who come from where I come from, uh -huh. that we ain't too bright. Yeah. That's what they really think. Yeah. You dig? Yeah. And nah, all the time, me, I man, I know. I, I'm making my own moves. I'm doing my own thing. Look, man, I didn't get my first job in life till I was... 34 first yeah. real job yeah. right you know how i got that job man how was i was running around with dudes in new york and queens with the coalition and we was wow. pulling up on the, on the running up on the site making them hire yes. us bro yes. one time we pulled up on a site and the shop <laughs> steward said i got two black guys what? and my homie told them those are your niggas take two of ours <laughs> and, and they took two of ours Yo, and they took two of ours and we left. You yeah. understand? That's yeah. how I got my job. Even to get a job, yeah. I had to put the muscle on somebody. Yes, you understand what I'm yes, saying? Sir. So, nah, listen. So I, I understand the, the, the role of power and force. Yes. 
You got me in the zone. Let's go now. This is what we wanted. We wanted you to be comfortable. You said it from the beginning. You're going to have some fun today. Between New York and down south, as I recall it, when I first went down south was, in New York, you had to prove that you was worthy to wear that chain. 100%. And them gazelle glasses or whatever. The circles couldn't couldn't rock that. That's a fact. But when I went down south, what I noticed was, if you had money, you could buy respect. Mm -hmm. People would gravitate to you Mm -hmm. for that. Mm -hmm. And you, you know what? I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying I came up with a different mindset. No question. Because when you saw a dude shining, it said a lot about their character because you couldn't shine unless you was built a that's certain a way. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. But then when I went down south, I saw something different. Mm-hmm. It was a more relaxed. They celebrated you because you were successful, mm-hmm. which I think is a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, but I came out of New York. Mm-hmm. You understand? I came out of New York, New York. Not rap-inspired New York, but New York that inspired rap. That's a See, fact. There's a difference. You yep. dig what I'm yes, saying? Yes, indeed. Oh, That's boy. a fact. Talk about we can get Ooh, man. Yeah, he the, gonna make me pendul- extend the show tonight, but we gonna be yeah, here tonight. The, the pendulum, the pendulum swung. Yes. See, and, and what, what what I realize is nowadays, rap is a continuation of what I saw down south, and it exists even in New York. Mm. So now your car, your clothes. Your chain hang low, whatever mm-hmm. else, that makes a statement about who you are. Mm. But when I was coming up, and I'm not saying it's wrong, yeah. the world changes, bro. No, it's a fact. Everything time. evolves. Okay? That's a fact. Yeah, but but when I was coming up, man, the things that said who you was was not just that you had some money, but that nobody could take it from. That's you. a fact. You understand? A whole fact. Nah, it's a yeah, fact. And, and and that that's the difference. So that's my orientation. So, so when I move, I move militantly yeah. at all times. So school, man. Yeah. This is what I'm saying, man. That's why I said he's a very interesting dude. And this leads me to my next question, man. How in the world did you and your partner link up together, man? You and Jason Whitlock, man. Because <laughs> he's a he's another interesting dude. Like, you know what I mean? And when I seen you with him, I'm like, yo. What is going on here? How did that happen, man? Let let me say this, right? Yeah. So I fucks with Whitlock. All right. Whitlock is a, he's like Booker T. You know know the story of Booker T. Washington? Nah, please enlighten me. Let's go. They used to call Booker T. Washington a house nigga. Let's go. Let's go. What people don't know is that Booker T. was supporting Marcus Garvey on the low. Mm. You understand? Mm Mm-hmm. Booker T was the Negro that white people felt comfortable with, and they uh-huh. did certain things for him and with him. Yeah, right. Yeah. But on the low, Booker T was doing different things. Do you know? And I, Jason might get mad at me for saying. Let's this, go, man. Nah, know, let him get Jason, mad. It's all right. When, 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 when Sean King was raising money for Tamir Rice, Jason gave him some bread. Jason wow. gives a lot of people bread, bro. Nah, I you get You understand that. what I'm saying? I Yo, get that. He I does. Can't. He don't give me bread because I don't need his nah, bread. Exactly. But he, but he works with me, and I connected with him through Twitter of all things yeah. because I, I was not a big fan of Kaepernick. I felt like, <laughs> listen, me neither. <laughs> but let me, and I don't mean I don't even. I'm not even talking about the football. Yeah, nah, the I know. Football, I was rooting yeah, for him. Yeah, right? yeah. But, but check it. The afterlife Kaepernick. After football Kaepernick. My, my, thing, my mm-hmm. thing is like, there are some people who define 
pro-blackness yeah. by how well they can annoy white people. Mm-hmm. And my thing it's is like, what that tells me is white people are living rent-free in your motherfucking head. Man. That's mm-hmm. a fact. Instead of, instead of thinking about how you can piss white people off, why don't you think about how you can help black people? That's a fact. That, that's, what, that's what we need. That's a fact. Yeah. Making white people mad is not progress. Mm-hmm. It does nothing for anybody. And I think Kaepernick did certain things deliberately to mm-hmm. piss off white people that hasn't done anything That's a fact. anyone. I know he gave out some suits to people to get yeah. job interviews. See, I'm an employer, right? Yeah. I, you may not know this, but I have at least 40 to 60 people working for me that I didn't in different know. capacities. Man. I didn't know that. Probably nah, about that 20 know. W-2 workers Wow. and the rest of <laughs> contractors and fluctuate. Wow. Yes. You understand yes. what I'm saying? Like, yep. So I, I know about employment and all of that. Like, yes. and look, man, 95% of my employees are black. Everything I do benefits black people. That's what it is. You think what I'm saying? Yes, like, indeed. I, I don't get out there and talk about Trump and all this bullshit. And by the way, Whitlock had me in the White House back in October. Talk about it. Man, look, you know hey, like, I only look, been there one time, man. But listen, yeah, word to mother. Look, you, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Whitlock interviewed Trump and took me with him. Wow. You know, and I, I, yo, yo, real talk, man. Like, wow. I was dead. So, wow. but, yo, he, he looks out. I, I'm a dude with, with all that criminal history. Yeah. I was wondering if they was going to stop me at the door. Yeah, like, you yeah, know yeah. Saying? Nah, because like, they asked you for that in two two weeks advance notice. They want your man, ID man, and all man, that. Man. Yeah. Yo, look. Yeah. You understand? Man. Yo, That's crazy. But, yeah. They do their they do they background. But, they ain't just letting you walk up in there. Oh, I know. I figured that. Yeah. Yo. So with Whitlock, man, what what he does is he's an antagonist. To me, in my opinion, yeah. I think he plays a role because it works, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he doesn't believe in the things he says, mm-hmm. but you take a Kaepernick. Whit, Whitlock knows he's a sportscaster, right? Yes. How do you distinguish yourself as a sportscaster? Will you do it by saying what everybody else says? Nah. Or will you see? You gotta go. See? You gotta go left field sometimes the, to get people's the, attention. The donkeys don't get that. That's a you fact. Understand what I'm that's saying? a fact. That's why they're not sportscasters. That's a <laughs> fact. Nah, that's a whole fact. That's why they're not on TV. Yes. If you're gonna just parrot what everybody else say, man, you ain't getting then why nowhere. does anybody have to come to you to hear anything when they can hear it everywhere else? Shout out to school, man. That's why I fuck with you, man. I fuck look, with you, man. He Word up. No question. And you gotta you gotta look at shit, man, like with a with a real strategic kind of a mindset. Like, what's his angle? Yes. Cause any everybody in the spotlight got an angle. That's a you fact. You know what I'm saying? That's like, a fact. yo. Some of them have better angles than the others. That's a fact. But again, back to to Kaepernick, Whitlock connected with me because of my criticisms of Kaepernick. Mm. And finding somebody like me who would criticize Kaepernick when they was attacking him for doing it, Mm -hmm. he's a shrewd dude, man. He's Mm -hmm. super shrewd. Mm. He He knows how to position himself well. Yeah. Yeah. You understand yeah, what in I'm this saying? Industry, like, in, that, in this industry, you got to. Yo, he knows how to position himself well. Yeah. And, and, and he shows people love, man. Yeah. Yo, it was his idea for me to do a podcast with him. And that's what I was going to ask you next, man. Tell everybody about your show, Politicking. Oh, yeah, Politicking with Curtis School, man. Every Tuesday. It's on my YouTube channel, mm-hmm. right? I started on YouTube before I, I decided to launch my own website, but... Whitlock wanted to do that. It was his idea for me to start politicking. The truth of the matter is, 
Whitlock is trying to guide me, groom my career. Wow. He tells me I got a big future in media. Wow. And he's invested in making it happen. Man, so you know, and ain't no Whitlock slander going on. No, 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 no. I wasn't. No, I definitely wasn't going to do that. But I just wanted to know how the two connected because in our community, some some people look at them like yo, yo, and I've seen it like yo. How do how these two yeah get together? I said the same thing. Twitter has been great for me. Yeah, you see that there's an old cliche. Yeah, wherever you go, there you are. You see, yeah. some people think they're going to get on social media and be somebody new. Yeah. You're just going to be the same dude you've been the whole time. That's a fact. You understand? Yeah. If people gravitate to you offline, they're going to gravitate to online. you online. 100%. If nobody gives a fuck about you offline, yeah. nobody's going to give a fuck about you online. online. 100%. You see, you're yeah. not going to create a new persona. Yeah. You understand yeah. what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because if it's an act, you're going to get exposed. The thing with me is that None of it is my act. Yeah. All I got to do is be me. 100%. And that's it. And I could do that all day, every day. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do until they put me in the ground. No question. You feel what I'm saying? No so, question. yeah, that's how I connected with Whitlock. Wow, for man. sure. And yeah. the thing is, like, my website, the interesting thing about my website is that when Trump got kicked off of Twitter, mm-hmm. that's what inspired me to do it because I was like, oh, shit. If they could do this to the president of the United States, never mind what you think about him. Yeah. This is the fucking president. That's a and they was like, nigga, kick rocks. Yeah. Yo, then I know what they could do to me. That's a fact. So I got my own site and I got my own server. Mm. See, not only do I have my own site. Mm-hmm. See, I got my own server. Control In the traffic. first week, my site had been visited by over 70 countries. Oh, man. <laughs> to, to date. It's been visited by over 3,000 cities worldwide. Mm. You understand? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm doing my thing. I, I, I still got the YouTube channel, and mm-hmm. I do that. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I'm getting ready to set up different people podcasting on my site. Wow. I'm, setting up, I'm launching my paywall next wow. week, wow. Uh, June 1st, wow. because I got, I got video interviews that I got that's going to be just on school TV. Wow. Um, I got my film. If it, when you subscribe, you get access to watch my film. Yeah. I'm going to start selling films yeah. off of my site because I can do that Hustle. with my own server. Hustle. You understand? Yes, and the indeed. films I'm going to sell are going to be conservative films mm-hmm. because Clarence Thomas had a documentary. Mm-hmm. Fascinating documentary. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It was on, it was on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Do you know that Amazon took it off its platform. Didn't know that. Because of his politics. He's wow. the fucking Supreme Court Judge. Justice. Yeah. And they and they took his shit off. Yeah. It's nothing about drugs or Yeah, know, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, it's just his politics. They, they didn't want his influence. Yeah. You see what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. In, in our colleges, in our mainstream media, even our sports and entertainment, Netflix documentaries and mm-hmm. what have you. Yeah. We are being indoctrinated, not informed or mm. educated. Mm. And anybody mm. who has a dissenting voice mm. is not allowed to be heard. So now, as a, as, as a thinking person, mm-hmm. you got to really ask yourself, are the thoughts I'm having organically my own, mm-hmm. or are they the thoughts somebody put in my head? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't really watch a lot of TV None of that shit, man. Nah, you don't like, get caught up I, with it. I, yo, yeah. Because, yo, it's subliminal. Yeah. It's a, yo, man, the programming 
Especially. It's subliminal, man. Like, yo, it's all around you. Yeah. It's just, it's in commercials. Especially it's in the news, man. Yeah, come on, news. Almighty, speak up, yeah, champ. Let's go. Yeah, the news, man. Like, you get hammered every day. The same thing, same thing, same. Look at 9-11. How many, they talked about it for like a whole year. It was the top story for a whole year, man. Yeah. Like, whatever they put out there is going to get indoctrinated into you if you're they watching st- it continuously, mm-hmm. man. They still do. Yeah, man, they it, had a special it, one it, that it, the other day. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, later. man, and 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 we trust these people. Yeah, put that's the reading. whole thing too. Yeah. We, see, we trust the media. We don't question enough. You understand yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So, the, the 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 scriptures tell you to test the spirit when the spirit comes to you to make sure it's a good spirit, a benevolent yeah. spirit. You yeah. understand? Yeah. We 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 are told to test the spirit, but we won't test Joy Reid or Don Lemon. Or Soledad O'Brien, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, it, it's it, we yeah. just too trusting, man. That's and, a fact. and 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 I'm not gonna get popular because I have unpopular opinions, but I'm about really at this point in my life, yeah. this phase of my life, yeah. it's about legacy for me. Hundred percent. And when I say legacy, you see, capitalism has taught us that to to deal with individualism, right? Mm-hmm. But the people who promote individualism to us, mm-hmm. the most successful ethnic groups practice collectivism, be it the Latino community, the mm-hmm. Asian community, the mm-hmm. Jewish community. Mm-hmm. They work as a group. That's all the time. Saying, all the time. I'm not saying everybody is together, but within that collective, there are units yes. that function together. Yes. You see, and then we come as individuals. Mm-hmm. Going up against groups that's working together. That's a fact. We'll never win. That's a you fact. You see, the only real success in my li- in my eyes mm-hmm. is a collective success. Of course. Not individual success. Of course. You know, and, and and when I think about what's being promoted as black culture, mm-hmm. it, it reinforces this individualism. That it that is self defeating, man. Self sabotaging. Mm-hmm. You know, really, a lot of what passes for black culture is really in, rooted in entertainment, and in entertainment, it, mm. it is the commercialization of our dysfunction. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's normalizing dysfunction. Mm-hmm. It's it's spreading it. You mm. know, so motherfuckers is twerking and all kinds of shit and and just and and don't get me wrong. There's a time and place, place for all of that. That's right? a fact. I, Look, man, I'm not approved. School. I'm telling you. School. I done did a lot of things. Uh-huh. Look, I, look, when my son graduated from, from college uh-huh. in Atlanta, uh, what year was that, 2012? Uh-huh. I took him to DOA, him and his boys, because mm-hmm. my man's them own Diamonds of Atlanta. You understand? Yes. I took wow. my son to a street club. And we had the VIP section. I don't know if y'all ever been in DOA. Pre-COVID. They had the VIP section up. Like like an island oh, God. right there and everything around. And uh, the girls was coming around. And one of his partners told him, they said, the man, school. my father home sleeping right now, man. So, listen, I do a little bit of the things that everybody do. Yeah. I just don't need to do it every weekend nah. or every month. You nah, understand? Of course not. It's good. It's good. To, yeah. Those things are for periodic exactly exactly you know what i mean and you can't just turn that into a regular routine because then it's 
it loses its effect. Exactly. It so I said all of that to say what, what, we, what we call black culture mm-hmm. in entertainment mm-hmm. is really the commercialization of a lot of dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Be it drug selling, be it uh, black people killing each other, the Drake mm-hmm. over the Calico, mm-hmm. yeah, the, yeah, this, yeah, the yeah, Desert yeah. Eagle, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, all that shit. Dude, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they go in the sound booth yeah. and they kill like about 50 people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 yeah. and, 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 and that's considered party music. Yes. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, nah. yo, it's it's, 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 it's kind of weird, man. And it's we got to kind of deprogram yes. some stuff like that. Listen, man, when I work out, yeah. I'll 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 listen to a little French Montana and yeah, all that shit yeah. when I'm hitting the heavy bag. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yo, there's a time and place for everything. Yes, indeed. We just got to really go back to knowing what that is. Yes, man. indeed. So, so Schoon, I'm gonna ask you this, man, because I seen you and Jason was talking about this earlier, man, and we was gonna talk about it tonight, man. What's that? What's your What's your thoughts on the way that this whole Kwame Brown situation is playing out now? with people like Stephen A using their spotlight and their stage on national media to slander another black man that okay. made it. Okay. He made it. Uh, but go ahead. Listen, uh-huh. I, I support Kwame. Mm-hmm. I, I did, I'm not a big sports guy, believe it or yeah, not. I, I know really, we spoke about that uh, offline for sure. Yeah, look, I, I'm not a big sports guy, but... Uh-huh. I got empathy with Kwame because you know what? He got his land, he got his tractor, mm-hmm. he's taking care of his family, his mm-hmm. kids, he's farming. Leave that dude alone, man. You know, they don't need to be talking about him. I I, I don't, you know, he retaliated after 20 years. Mm-hmm. I think Stephen A is too big to be trying to milk beef with Kwame. Mm-hmm. I think as 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 a people, mm-hmm. right? And I, I say this as a 56-year-old man, three months away from being 57. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I've reached this place of maturity now. Stephen A is in his 50s, though. So you Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson, they're in their 40s. So these aren't kids. So hold on, Spoon. I, you October? I'm September. Oh, September. September 5. Yes, September sir. September 5. All right, I'm 10 5. All right, we won one. Right, yeah, look. So, yeah, good, look, so, let's go. So, 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 anyway, man, I just think that um, I think these dudes are, are too big to even tr- be trying to crush the dude. My, my thing is that he responded. If I was Stephen A or, or these other brothers, I would have said, you know what? I know this guy. Stephen Jackson played with him. Yeah. Stephen A had been talking shit about him since going back to when he was playing. Yes. You understand? Like, he's due for a return salvo. Let yeah. him get that. Yeah. If anything, reach out to him behind the scenes and say, all right, bro, you, you, you got your shit off. I ain't gonna say nothing else about you. Let's end this. Exactly. You see, that's what mature men do. Yeah. You know that that's what I they wouldn't have been suckers for that. You understand? Yeah. They've just been grown ass men with some grown ass shit. Yeah. But see, everybody's in this 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 stage of perpetual adolescence. Yeah. You see, like I said, when I was a young dude mm-hmm. and I had to prove myself, mm-hmm. prove something to myself, mm-hmm. these guys is fifty years old, damn near, mm-hmm. and gotta prove something to people watching. Exactly. And 
to themselves, it tells me a lot about who they are. That's a you fact. You dig what I'm saying? That's a fact. They 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 late bloomers. Yeah. They the kind of people and and you know, I'm not speaking about them specifically, although it may very well apply to them. Yeah. They had to wait for adulthood to be the cool kids they never were. Hundred percent. And it's you, always you that way. Yeah. yeah. And they was yeah. lames in school. And then when they got a little older, got a little piece of paper, and they started yeah. feeling themselves. It's yeah, always man. Um, you, you know, mm-hmm. like, I, I, look, man, I've been the same way when I had bread, mm-hmm. when I didn't have bread. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be me. No question. You know, when, I, when I didn't have bread, mm-hmm. I might have been, you know, a little bit more easy to trigger. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? No question. <laughs> no question. But, but it was still me, though. Yes. You dig what no I'm saying? No question. And I, I just think, like, um, the Kwame, as far as the black men tearing down black men, yeah. sportscasters talk about athletes. Yeah. And most of them in basketball and football are mm-hmm. black. Yes. Right? So if you criticize somebody, chances are they're going to be black. I just don't, I think it, it shouldn't escalate. And to the way um, that it is, the level that it's at. Yeah, man. Even like with Charlemagne. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. What's the name oh, of the apologize? Steven yeah. Steven Jackson was the only one to come out to apologize. They had to. Yeah, I saw that. I yeah. saw that. And I thought that was I thought that was good. Yeah. You know what I mean? They had I to. I thought that was good. But all of us. Yes. We we on this on this on this interview and people watching. 100%. What we always have to keep in mind is sometimes there's things going on behind the scenes that we're not aware of. 100%. Some of these issues, there's a possibility that they could be coming from someplace other gotcha. than what it looks like. You gotcha. dig what I'm Fair saying? Enough point. And, yep. and that's why I don't like to, to be too judgmental. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. All I'm saying is I would like to see, see them resolve it. And whether they work together or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I just don't like to see us in this type of conflict, yes. talking about I know people that care about me and yeah. all this, because this kind of talk is leading up to something, yes. right? Yes. I've seen Kwame showing his, his AR and, yeah. his, and his Brock and all yeah. that, and he he's letting people know something. See, yeah. I'm reading in between the lines, yeah. and I'm like, you know what? I don't like where this is going. Exactly. You know, there's, a, there's a lot of people who's like tuning into all Kwame's lives. Yeah. And they they cheering them on. But when it get funky, they ain't gonna be they ain't nowhere. They gonna be there, no way to support them. That's a fact. You understand? That's a fact. And I just don't want to see that happen to them. Yeah. You know. Speaking of which, you, you Tax Stone, right? Yeah. I used to watch Tax Stone. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Ta- I don't know Tax Stone. I met Tax Stone one time, briefly shook his hand. That yeah. was it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I I don't know. Yeah. However, I used to watch him. And I understood what he was doing. He was being provocative. He was pushing the line in an attempt to get views and ratings. He was playing a dangerous game. And I I, I get it because a lot of us, we don't have any other options. Exactly. We get get put in situations where we got to make this shit work no matter what. And we be willing to do anything to make it work. Do you know what I did, bro? I got with Reggie O'Say. Remember Combat Jack? Yes. Oh, shout out. Rest in peace to Combat Jack. He inspired me to do this, man. Rest in peace to Ed Woods, too, man. For real. I I knew both of them brothers, right? Yeah. So I reached reached out to Combat Jack, and we got together. And I said, yo, man, talk talk to this dude, man. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to see nothing happen to him. Yeah. See, I did that behind the scenes. Wow. Never met Tax Store on a day in my life. Wow. 
I genuinely don't want to see us go against each other. Yes. Because what happens is we're so tribal in nature mm-hmm. that it, it, it turns into something bigger. Yeah. We saw this with the East Coast, West Coast nonsense. Yes. And yo, man, there's no way in hell that people, black people across the country, were not liking each other. Yeah. Over some fucking rap bullshit yeah, yeah. that lined the pockets of Clive Davis yes. and Jimmy Iovine. 100%. You understand? If you think Diddy got all that money mm-hmm. or, or Shill got all that money, think again. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yo, facts. It's, it's like, I, I just hate to see us be so eager, not just to say something about each other, but to take to, to to destroy each other literally, man. Like, you know, if you saw the interview I did with Jason, I said, "Yo, these dudes don't fool me, man." Yeah. And I, I want them to understand that when they see me, they better act like they seen the whitest white man. <laughs> see, because the white man is safe around all these thugs. Yo, they ain't gonna do shit to a white man. You understand what I'm saying? They got all that smoke for people who look like them. And that let me know that they, that's real. That's that, a fact. That let me know they that's some bitch ass niggas. That's a fact. That's, that's real. A fact. And be, and because they only they discriminate in who they go at. Yeah. If they make the mistake at coming at me, yeah, I'm gonna punish them. Yeah. In the worst way. Hundred percent. Because it meant you felt something was sweet over yeah. here. Yeah. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, no question. And because you ain't running up on Leo Cohen. That's a fact. You ain't running up on Jimmy Ivey. That's a and fact. And them two boys done bet the whole music industry over. That's a fact. And gave it to them raw. That's a fact. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, yep. Yo, 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 the Leo had Young Thug in a dress. Um, yes. Crazy. Yes. You, under, you understand? Yes. yes. Leo yes. would never put an Israeli rapper in a dress. That's a fact. That's a and fact. And he, he's from Israel. That's he's a fact. He's an Israeli. That's a fact, man. You know what I mean? That's and, a fact. and for whoever watching, fuck Leo Cohen yes. and fuck Jimmy Ivey. Yes. My name is Curtis Schoon. Yes. And yes. I said that. Yes. I don't need nothing you got to offer. Yes. Fuck your bills. Yes. Fuck all of that. Yes. You yes. understand what I'm saying? Yes. A lot of us, man, that just tuck tail yeah. and bow down. Yeah. You know like how a dog will lower, hunch his shoulders and lower yeah. his head? Yeah. That's how these so-called tough guys get yeah. when they get around these white people. Yeah. And yeah. again, not 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 to disrespect him because he was really young at the time. Uh-huh. But I felt bad when I saw Bobby Schmurder dancing on the table. Yes. And, and I, it, yo, for, for, for L.A. Reid and him, man. You know, he's a kid. Somebody was supposed to to, to be like, no, nah, we're not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfucker, yo, man, you want to see somebody dance on the table? Go to a titty bar. That's a fact. You don't do <laughs> That's that. A fact. You know That's what a I'm fact. saying? Like, nah, yo. Yeah, and, and, and again, mm-hmm. No disrespect to the young man. Yeah. He he could be my son. 100%. And you understand what yeah. I'm saying? And, yeah. and, and and I wish, just like I reached out to, to Reggie O'Say yeah. without anybody asking me yeah. about, about Tax Tone. Yeah. I, if I could get next to some of these dudes, I would just pull them up, man. Like, look. Yeah. They ain't got to do all of that, man. Yeah. 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 Yo, I anything I can help you do. I, I'm here for you. Yeah. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yes, indeed. Because that's what we need more of, man. Yeah. 
I, we don't need nobody talking about how much kilos they sold and all that shit. 100%. I don't. Look, I, I mean, like, whatever, man. Yeah. All you motherfuckers sold all these kilos and then went to trial and had court-appointed attorneys. Man, shut the fuck yeah, exactly. up. Exactly. No money. No, no money. Shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No you couldn't money. even pay for an attorney. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fact. Like, real talk, man. Yeah, so I, I, I don't be wanting to hear none of that stuff, man. Yeah. I, I see through all of it. Oh, oh we got a call. We got a call, a big homie. Hold on. Let's see. Who's this, man? Who's son? All right. Let's go. The R cast on Bars and Hoops Radio. Who's this? Dave, man. Let's talk about it. Dave, what's going on, Dave? Talk about it, man. How you feeling, man? How you enjoying the show right now? It's over. It's ugly oh yeah well oh dave calling to talk about the knicks man you know I, i'm so engulfed in my interview right now dave you can't call me to tease me while i'm on air man you can't be doing that dave listen man i'm sitting here talking to curtis school about some real stuff you calling me about the knicks losing right now dave you ain't right for that man I'm sorry, man. I, I, I just wanted to cry someplace. I thought this was a good place to cry. What, what the problem is? Oh, man. Nah, man. We here, we here having a good interview, man. Dave, man. For real, man. I, I'll talk about the Knicks on Monday on Knicks Talk Nation after well, we tie the series up on Sunday. You know what I mean? Peace and blessings, fellas. I'm sorry. I'm no sorry. Doubt, Let's go, no Dave. Peace. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shout out, oh, shout out to everybody out there that tune in the Knicks Nation, Knicks Talk Nation radio it on hurts, Mondays, man. man. It hurts, 10, 11. Man. Listen, it don't hurt right now. We having a good conversation right now. He just called and blew my whole mood with that one, man. Come on, man. For real, man. But, 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 school, man, I got to ask you, man. Go ahead. Earlier, you said, you know, when you was in um, St. Pascal's, man, you went to school with. DJ and and and, and, yeah. and Jay, I mean, and and, and Jay Master J, man. Jay didn't go to Pasco. No, Jay didn't D, go to Pasco. DMC, 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 yeah, DMC, yeah. And run went DMC and Run went, yeah. Joey, yeah. yeah. Jay went to yeah. public school. Yeah, Jay yeah. went to public school. Yeah, I said Jay yeah. meaning Joey, but um, yeah. Obviously, you grew up with the crew, man. Yeah. How did you feel when everybody's tried to accuse you of all that stuff that was going on back then, man? Because talking to you, man, and hearing how you think and how you move, man. I'm just like, damn, like, why would anybody think that you would have anything to do with anything like they, that? They don't really know me, man. Like, you know, that people say they know me. Yeah. But if you ain't never get no money yeah. with me. Yeah. Or you ain't you ain't never been in the trenches clapping with me. Yeah. You don't really know me. Yeah. And the people who know me, the people who got paid with me and went to war with me. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. they know me. Got you. Everybody else, I don't really show on my hands like that. Got you. Know? You. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 they, I, they don't really know me, man. Yeah. And the thing is, right? Mm -hmm. When you're successful. Yeah. And and success comes in many different forms. Oh. Um, I've been successful in the courts and all that, man. Yeah, yeah. Yo, man, they just look, man. They, 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 they said I killed Jay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, they, they don't, they didn't know nothing about nothing, man. Gotcha. Uh, it came, it came out of an incident that happened, like many years earlier in '96. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, I had a conversation with Jay in '192 in the playground. Mm -hmm. About about a couple of dollars or so. Okay, okay. And, uh, and and while I was talking to Jay, this cat was was like 
squaring up like he was there to make sure Jay was good. Like, you know, I moved by myself, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, yeah. yo, you see me by myself? I'm always by myself, and I'm ready to go by myself, yeah, you dig? Yeah. So, so anyway, Jay, the dude posted up, and I seen, like, like, like this nigga acting like he's security or something. <laughs> so I, I, you know, yeah. I, I did something brash at that moment. Yeah. But it was broad daylight, and a lot of people seen it. I got they you. Misinterp- they misinterpreted what I did, because mm-hmm. what I did wasn't really for Jay. We were having a conversation, got you. Got me you. and him. Got you. Right? Yeah. And, but what I did was to check the dude that was acting like he was going to make sure Jay was all right. Got you. My thing was like, you're going to make sure he all right. Who's going to make sure you all That's right? You fact. dig what I'm saying? Hey, I, like, got yo. I got so, you. So after that, it became kind of public that there was some kind of issue. But that was in 96. Jay yeah. got killed in 2002. 2002. Yeah, 100%. You see? Yeah. And, and, and people look back at that incident. Oh, okay. And say, ah, boom, boom, boom. Got you. Also. Got you. I ran with a rough, a rough set in, gotcha. in, in Hollis. Gotcha. It wasn't many of us. It was, it was like four of us. Yeah. And um, when when one went to prison and something happened to the other one, song. Yeah. At one time, I I I was, I was holding things down by myself. Understood. And that was really my coming out party Understood. in 1985. Because when people was gone and it was just me, yeah. News thought it was like, yo, now he by himself. Understood. And, and, and what I did, understanding the psychology of power, mm-hmm. rather than lay low, I turned up. Got you. I went harder than I ever went. Got you. That year. Got you. So they started thinking like, you know what, a dude was maybe a little crazy or off or something. I don't know, you know. But I, I, I look, man, it's calculated chaos with me. You dig no. what I'm saying? Understood. Like, yo, that's just how, just how I do it. So anyway, what yeah. I'm getting at yeah. to answer your question yeah. is that I had a little reputation. Okay. Understood. Period. Understood. And that's why people believe that. Do you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Like yeah. certain things that happened, I had been blamed for things that I didn't even do, didn't know anything about. That wasn't the first time. Yeah. You know, but they wanted answers so bad. And the people in the studio mm-hmm. who were aware of certain things yeah. from the past, they threw my name out there wow. to um to throw a curve at wow. yo. Wow. And it worked. Yeah. It brought them some time. Yeah. Look, and and you know Almost what, man, all years. the things that we all the things we talked about uh-huh. from we didn't even mention the book Queens Reign Supreme. Let's go. That's that's my book. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. So 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 I'm 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 accused of killing Jam Master J uh-huh. in, in two thousand and two. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. Cats was trying to line me up. You know, there was a, there was definitely a plot yeah. to smash me, and it wasn't coming from the people in the studio. Got you. You understand? Yeah, I understand. It, it was it was coming from some of those people understood. connected to those labels. Understood. Because what a lot of people don't understand is that Edgar Bronfman at the time, he was selling his share in Universal Music. Yes, I heard you. And, and Vivendi had owned most of the the company or was buying was buying them out. Yeah. And Edgar Bronfman was planning to take his money and go buy Warner Music, which he did. Mm. And and Leo Cohen was the head of Def Jam now, at the time. Makes sense now. I understand. And, yep. and he was under Edgar Bronfman. Gotcha. And one of the first things that w- that was said when Jay got killed, they were blaming Supreme for it. Yes. And as they was blaming Supreme, yes. it was tied to Murder Inc. and yes. Irv, Irv and everybody. So yes. Whether true or not, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Just think of the optics of this. Mm-hmm. You got a company called Murder Inc. Mm-hmm. The CEO is Irv Gotti. Yeah. <laughs> and they're connected with a, le- yeah. a Queen Street legend yes. named Supreme McGriff yes. of yes. the Supreme Team. Yes. So, yo, for the, for the media and everything, this was a lot of juicy stuff yes. right here. You Understood. understand what I'm saying? Understood. So who was worrying? Leo Cohen was worrying. Yes. Because... Whether true or not, this could jeopardize his standing Understood. with Edgar Bronfman. Understood. If you go back to the footage that night, mm-hmm. Leo Cohen was outside the studio crying. Understood, yep. And that cocksucker wasn't crying for Jay. <laughs> he was crying for himself. Yes. You understand? Yes. Look. Yes. And, and, and yo, man, and Big D certified. Yeah. And I'm talking about Carl Big D Jordan. Yes. I don't want anybody to think yeah. I'm talking about the Big D from Corona. Got you. Not that Big D. Because yeah. people people don't know about Carl Big D Jordan uh-huh. from Hollis. Yeah. He's the father of one of the suspects right yes. now, by yes. the way. Yes, yes, yes. So Carl uh-huh. Big D Jordan, uh-huh. who had been working for the Queens DA's office mm-hmm. for close to since like 1980. Yes. 1981. Wow. wow. He was told somebody gave him my name and he gave my name to Leo wow. and he gave my name to the to the uh to the police. Wow. That's crazy. You see, and and and, and the people the person who gave him my name mm-hmm. they played him cuz they knew he was an informant. Wow. And one of the chap one of my favorite chapters in the art of war is the use of spies mm. where you give reverse spies misinformation mm. so they can go tell it. Yes. And Big D got played like that. Yes. But you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Look, yeah. I don't know any of this. So you got you got Leo who's glad to hear a name, not Irv Gotti or yes. Supreme McGriff. Got you. Because his career was on the line. Got you. And before you know it, within 24 hours, everybody is blaming me. Understood. Now I see. You wow. dig what I'm saying? <clears throat> yes. And, and, the, and the reason why nothing ever happened there was not one iota, not one scintilla of evidence yeah. that I had anything to do. Yo, bro, I didn't even know where the studio was. I had never been in the studio wow. in my life. Wow. Yo, dig what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't even know where it was. Wow. wow. And who the fuck in their right mind is going to go to a studio a block away from the 103 yeah, exactly. Right around the corner. It's right around the corner. Yo, come on, yeah, man. Yeah, nah. I, look, man. Right. I, I'm not... You understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, so I get it. I get there was it. a lot of different people, mm-hmm. and, and when, the, when when the commotion was going crazy, and and, and this too, I want to say, yes. As a community, yep. we always talk about incarceration. We always talk about, you know, this brother been in jail for 20 years. Yeah, we always glorify it. Yeah. Oh, do you know how he went to jail? False testimony. That's right. Somebody always recants their testimony. Yeah. And that person is nine times out of ten black, just like them. Yeah. You see, we do it to ourselves. Yep. All the we time. talk about stopping frisk, but we don't talk about how quick we are to dial 911 exactly. on each other. Exactly. You know That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I pay, look, man, I pay these people no mind. Man. They just be talking. Ah, listen, man. You yes, they, they just be talking. Yes, so anyway, indeed. look, man, they, they, they try to sacrifice a lion instead of a lamb. And of course, I figured things out and worked my way through it. Yes. So then the next thing that happened was 
I'm in Georgia. I, I, after I, after I straightened everything out yeah. and got myself in, in order, yeah, I left New York because I understand the police. Yeah, if they can't get me for the J murder. Yeah, they'll try to get me for, for something, for something else, else. Oh, yeah. just to put me on ice. Understood. Until they can build a case, Understood. whether it be. Uh, uh, somebody in a holding cell with me to come out and say, yeah, he told me he did it. Or something. This is how it works. You see, they they close cases. They don't solve cases. That's a fact. That's a fact. This is how this shit works, right? So I got out of New York, not because I was scared of anybody in the streets, but I I understood how the police, I couldn't fight the streets with the police looking at me. Got you. So I, I, I... I left out of the jurisdiction. Yeah, I respect it, man. So I, so I was thinking about how to parlay things because I'm a firm believer mm-hmm. that a blessing and a curse are one and the same, the difference being in the application. 100%. So or initially, this looked like, God damn, this is a, some bad luck. Yeah. But me being me, I was like, yo, how the fuck can I flip this shit? I was like, all right, cool. I wanted a white publication because I wanted to talk to executives and white people, mm-hmm. and I found out that Playboy, their articles wow. were optioned by Brian Grazer from Imagine Entertainment. Wow. So I pitched my story to Playboy. Wow. I, they had an article submission form. I said, I ain't got an article. This is who I am. This is what I'm accused of. And I never talked to anybody. Wow. But I really talk to you. So I pitched. That's how I got my story in Playboy. Wow. From there, the Playboy story, and, and it was 13 pages, too. And I wrote my own thousand word sidebar. So the first time I was a published journalist, it was in Playboy magazine. So Chris Napolitano was the features editor at the time. Mm-hmm. And he, he we was emailing. And this is when I used my vocabulary and my word skills. <laughs> That's what it is. And I, and I reeled them in because people judge you yeah. by how you talk, That's how you fact. write. That's a all fact. of that. It's important. I go through it every when you're day. Talking man. to important people. Yes. You understand yep. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. So boom, we got on the phone. So now he's talking to me, and he's feeling me out. Mm-hmm. And he told me, he said, "Yo, school, you know, I want to pitch this to my editors, but I, I really think you should be the one to pitch it." He said, "I can't sell this like you mm-hmm. can." Mm-hmm. So he set up the call. With people from LA and where all the big dogs at Playboy, yeah, and I and I told them what was going on, and I also understand something too, and this is about business. Mm-hmm. I knew that Playboy was looking to expand into the urban market, and oh. they was thinking of doing a story on Blue Cantrell. Blue Cantrell. And what I told them was, wow. I told them, listen, aside from giving them all kinds of details, I said Blue Cantrell. This story about the, the the unsolved murder of a rap icon yeah. took rap globally. Yeah. Run DMC was the biggest the biggest thing. First to tour arenas. Yes. First to have endorsement yes. deals. Swatch watch. Yes. Adidas. Wow, all that. They set the they set the trend for everybody. Everything. That's a fact. Everybody. When 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 I hear southern rappers talking about New York is trying to. Uh, to be like them or yeah. West Coast rappers. I'd be like, all of y'all trying to be like New York. That's a fact. If you pick up a mic, a mic and you rapping, mm-hmm. you're trying to be like That's New York. That's a fact. Man. Just birthplace. pay homage and shut the fuck up. That's <laughs> right. so, so, so anyway, so, 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 so anyway, man, I got in Playboy. Yeah. And then from that, I took the Playboy article and I hollered at another writer, uh-huh. Ethan Brown. And, and we put together the book proposal. 
Oh, and uh, he pitched it and it was his very first book deal. I got 25% of the gross across the board. International, movie, TV, whatever the fuck, right? Wow. I negotiated that with no lawyers. Wow. And ICM was the talent agency. And I, I also negotiated that my money would come from ICM and not from Ethan. Wow. You feel me? Wow. And that was the only deal of its kind up at ICM because I didn't want to have to talk to Ethan. Hey, man. Do we have any money this month? Fuck you, Ethan. Because I ain't trying to be nobody's boy. That's a fact. You dig what I'm saying? Like, yo, yep, you're dealing directly I'm a motherfucking man. Yes, so, and then from the book, American Gangster mm-hmm. started their first season. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to um, do, do an episode on Fat Cat. Yes. So... Uh, I had written the script about Cat, yeah, um, yeah, and that's what pro- wanted, that's why I wanted to do the article yeah. in Playboy and do the book. Yeah. I had left that out. I had finished the script 1013, which is code for Officer Down, Yes. two weeks before Jay got killed. Wow. See, I, my mind was somewhere else, but anyway, Facts. Um, I got with them, and I wanted to control the narrative because there's a lot, there's a lot of things said about Cat. And, and some good and some bad and 100%. whatever the fuck. But for the purpose of what I'm trying to do, I needed to control the narrative. You understand yes. what I'm saying? Yes, indeed. So I told him that I could get Cat and his family to do it, but I needed to be to to be, to be able to approve the final edits. Yes. And they told me they said, "Man, that's like giving you editorial control." I said, "That's one way to look at it." Exactly. Mm-hmm. I said, but it's a small concession for all I'm going to give you. That's a fact. You see, That's they only paid me $2,000 as a consultant wow. on the Fat Cat wow. episode. What? Yeah. Look, man, don't believe the hype with all these people making it seem like these folks are just giving, giving black away money. people yeah. money. They don't. Damn, okay, man. Yo, man, we got they, a lot that we're going to talk about, They don't. But again, you peep the game, though. Uh-huh. My thing is I play for position, not paper, man. That's See, when you get position, thing. paper will always come. Always going to come. That's a fact. You, you, you feel what I'm saying? Yes. Like, you know, and, and, and furthermore, can't nobody pay me what I'm worth. So 100%. I'm not going to get emotional that they only wanted to give me $2,000. 100%. Paying me my value is, is my responsibility. The 100%. next motherfucker is trying to get as much out of me for as cheaply as possible. Mm-hmm. I get this. Business isn't really about somebody trying to take care of your needs. At all. You understand? They're trying to take care of their needs. 100%. And man, yo man, very seldom will you find people just voluntarily give you more money than you asked for. So Some people do it, but most people do not. <laughs> yeah. So when they only wanted to pay me 2000 I got it. Uh-huh. I'm a street dude. I, I got this cloud over my head. Uh-huh. I never did this shit before. Blah, blah, blah. They got a bunch of reasons why not to pay. Yeah. Okay? Oh, my God, man. Yo, look, that, that's yeah. just the norm. And, and we take it so personal. Yeah. It's just like, yo. I was like, look, when they told me 2000 I said, look, I don't care about $2,000. I said I wouldn't do it for $20,000. This is what I want. I want that editorial control. So from that, the next season, I did the Supreme McGriff episode. I was a Uh co-producer on that. uh And the final season, Uh I was a a full producer on the Jamaican Shower Posse. 
And because we I, I, re- I reached Vivian. out to Vivian Blake. That's what I was going. Yo, we, yo, we almost at ten o'clock, and we didn't get to do none of that, man. Yeah, look, yeah, look, and, 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 and yo, I, I, I reached out and I, I to Vivian Blake, and I got him, I got him to do that. Yeah. So you think about this, right? Yeah. While cats be talking about all kinds of shit that they they was a part of yeah. thirty years ago and all that. Yeah. Here I am, a. Uh, uh, a dude, a suspect in an unsolved murder of an icon. Yes. And I'm starting businesses. Doing everything that you're supposed deals, to do. Yep. Get, get, getting production credits, producing yes. on TV. Yeah. You're writing in Playboy. And, and real talk. Yeah. Real talk. I yeah. never went to school for none of that yeah, and shit. And that's what I was going to say. I know people we with journalism that. degrees that ain't wrote a fucking article. With, they went to production and ain't produce shit. Self-taught. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm not rubbing their nose in it. Nah. But no, man, when I walk around with my chest out and my head held high, it ain't because I'm delusional. Yes. It's because I know what, what I'm you've been through of. And, what you're and doing. I, I do whatever the fuck I want to do. I was at the Kentucky Derby one year. Man. Come on, man. Young, that's young, that's big talk right running. there, people. He said yeah. the Kentucky Derby. Let's Look, go. Man, young, young white boy walked up to me. He said... He says, uh, excuse me, sir, uh-huh. you look very important. What do you do? Do you know what I told him? What's that? I said, any fucking thing I want. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> damn. <laughs> Shout out to yeah. school, man. Yeah. Oh, my God, <laughs> man. So, school, man, I'm mad that we already damn near at the end of the show, do man. Another, we got to do, do another more. one. I don't know, man. One day, I probably may fly down there or something. You know what I mean? Well, but man. look. It's whatever, man. Yo, listen. Uh, I support brothers. Yes. I didn't know anything about your show. Nah. Didn't know who was. You shot me an email. I said, what? 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 I asked a few simple questions. He I said, said, I, I like the name. It. He said, I like the name. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. I, and this is who I am, bro. Yeah. This is who I am. I respect it, King, man. I definitely respect it, man. I respect you, man. I respect your journey. Everything that you've been through, man. You're an inspiration to me. Because this, I ain't go to school for none of this. This is all self-taught. Mm. My Came man. up with a concept, man. Got some good brothers to come along with me that believed in the vision. And here we are today talking to you, man. So you're an inspiration to me, man. I respect your story, man. And I aspire to get to that level, man, for sure, man. You know? Look, bro, I'm here. And anything I can do to help, just holler at me, man. Definitely, That's man. what I'm here for. See, I, I'm trying to move like a real elder. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I, and, I, and I respect it because I definitely was listening to what you said earlier, man. You got all your ducks lined up in the road, man, for just like how Charlemagne created his own network. You got your own laid out, too, man. And, and, I, and I definitely respect that, man. And, and, and I'm, I'm honored to have you on our platform, man, for sure, man. And I'm, I'm grateful for y'all having me, man. Look, mm-hmm. man, we could do it again sometime. We're going to have road, a part man. two, man. Yeah, we're going to do a part two. We got to do a part two for sure. I, I like the vibe, yes, man. Yes, sir. I like the vibe. Appreciate that, man. So okay, just tell man. everybody where they can find you to support your movement Absolutely. and everything that you do. All right, my man. Mm-hmm. Tell, them where, tell them where to find you at. Oh, 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 oh. Uh. Yo, School TV, uh-huh. uh, at School TV on Instagram, at School TV on Twitter. School TV is my um, my YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and SchoolTV.com is my news site. Yes, sir. Subscribe and support. Yes, All sir. kinds of good stuff is going on there. If you'd like to read, you can go to our town hall section, but we got the latest in headline news, yeah. international news, and business news as well. Yes, indeed, man. And his name is Curtis Schoon, man, of School TV, man. 
Make sure you check out that documentary, man. Black, white, and blue. You know what I mean? It's uh, available on Amazon, man. You can rent it. You can buy it outright. Make sure you check it out. You'll learn a lot because I did, man. So on that note, man, Stills the Great, Zy Flair, yes, sir. DJ J.O.J., we are the Oddcast, and we are signing off. Peace. Peace. Peace, bro. Peace.